just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hey, and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm here, Simon. And I'm Dom. Uklubbens the episode for debate, uh, season 4, episode 5. Yeg elske deg men heg hagvacht morket. I love you, but I've chosen darkness. I was so thrown. I knew. I knew when you asked me uh, about the, the country that someone is from, one of our ravens is from, that this would be what was happening. I was so thrown that I forgot to say I've seen 72 episodes of One Tree Hill. <laughs> that was specifically for you. And I can, well, I'm going to say her name. I can do it now, Dom. I've been practicing. Oh, Ready? Yeah. Go, 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 go. Specifically for you, Molly. Did I get it? Sure. One more time. Marley. You hear you heard the roll of the tongue. Marley. You see? I heard, I heard. It's good. It's good. You sound great. <laughs> this is it. This is like the most anticipated episode, anticipated moment of all time, surely. Like nothing has been more important than this in the world ever. I like drugs more than I like pain. <laughs> Because, well, Sophia's bush has like a. Sophia's bush <laughs> has a history there. That's exactly what you just said. <laughs> Get that out on a fucking t shirt. <laughs> that wasn't what I meant. I will write that one myself. So, honey, put the pen down. I've got this. I reckon Mouse got a wang on him, hasn't he? He's got a massive dick. <laughs> God. Yeah, because that's why Erica Marsh left him. Which one's which? Well, you're going to have to be Lucas because, you know, you're identical. And I'll be Hayley because, you know, I'm talented. <laughs> I could be the mayor and you could be the cocaine. I'd try and snort you. Or you be done, I'll be Deb and I'll taser you. <laughs> Your face then. <laughs> Such disappointment. Why do I have to always be tased? In the airport, in the gate, to go home. <laughs> I looked across, and his legs were slightly open, and his balls were hanging out. In the airport! <laughs> I see. Is that... Is that a pigeon? Is that a pigeon? Come here. Come here. Now say it with some bass in your voice. Where the motherfucking gangsters are right now. Motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. We're the motherfucking gangsters of right now. You know, we're the motherfucking gangsters of mm, right now. O T H what? Sing O T H what? Ravens, ravens. Call me Colonel now, you little ungrateful bastard. Call me it. <laughs> Before I get your dad on the phone and we'll have a 30-minute conversation and only 10 words have been exchanged, it will be about how ungrateful you are for the opportunity to be on this platform, which is the People's Podcast, which is O-T-H. What? O-T-H. Ravens. Appearances. Keeping up appearances. Keeping up with the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses. I'm fooling. 
myself I'm fooling myself I'm fooling myself I'm fooling myself I was really good talking to myself <laughs> Nicky Nicky We don't have sex scenes like this in One Tree Hill like this were like in terms of they were literally in bed you know humping um, <laughs> you know why Simon why because fuck you Dom <laughs> I'll, I'll raise my hand and be like um, Mr. Michael Murray it's, I'm a long time fan it's wonderful to be here Season 3, episode 13, uh, you, uh, as Lucas, had to hump Brooke and kind of just did this weird friction like that. I made this noise. Can you hear that? Yeah. That's that's what you did. It was horrendous. Um, how did that feel, being a divorced couple, having to, to basically dry hump on another one set? Uh, can I check? Do you love dongs? Because you <laughs> must love dongs to be in this bit. No, but do heroin, drink a Diet Coke and have a cigarette. That was my right. diet. Yeah pretty much that's it it wasn't a walk and then he was like oh I'm glad I came on this walk with you it wasn't a walk it wasn't it was barely even a stroll you practically rolled out of fucking bed and ended up on a bench outside the fucking cabin or whatever it is oh my god he actually has full flute what we celebrate today oh fuck it it's Wednesday I'm gonna bang in some champagne la de fucking da <laughs> Tell you what, Keith does not manscape at all. He just naturally is just perfectly contoured down there. He just it falls into place. <laughs> so hello and welcome to the Ravens, a Wondery Hill podcast, where as always, 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, make your way, move on upstairs, settle in, and relax for the debate that is... Season 4, Episode 5. I love you, but I've chosen Darkness... Dom? It appears that we're here. How are you, my friend? I'm okay, thank you. You're being a bit weird. But I'm good. I'm alright. I I want to put out a very quick apology for my sound issues I had with my microphone last week obviously we're not aware of it when we're recording and I listened back and it didn't sound too great so hopefully this sounds a lot better (laughs) it happens from time to time happens with my mic oh yeah it's just one of them things what can we do we do our best we do what we can do our best but but yeah how are you young man I'm good. I have a multitude of things to discuss with you before our ravens get on. And I'd, I'm going to ask you to choose where we go first, okay? I've got exciting announcements about people that we're going to have on the podcast for a conversation with, interview, but more of an informal conversation, and one that you don't even know, Dom. I just had confirmed about an hour ago. Ooh. Yeah, so that there's that. Uh, I've got a high flyers, a high flyers moment. We can we can talk about that, like a high flyers. I don't know if it's a moment, a high flyers thing, which we we seldomly call out high flyers anymore. Like we still, we, it's ingrained in what we do, but we don't as often be like high flyers moment. 
So, yeah, one of those. Uh, might be it. <laughs> so, yeah, what do you want to do? Do you want to go in with our, our announcements of who we're going to have on the podcast or the High Flyers thing? I would like the announcements first, please. Okay, so we're part of, it's not just the Ravens, right? We, I mean, it is the Ravens, but we're all under one umbrella now. You know, movies, TV shows, One Tree Hill, it's all here. So some of these aren't One Tree Hill related, but some are. So the one that you don't know, Dom, is I just had confirmed Amber, who played Glenda, is going to come on the podcast you can't remember who Glenda is. Oh my god, Glenda it's the girl was in that says in the school shoot. Yeah, I'm Glenda's... yeah, from school shooting. I remember Glenda. Why is why why no reaction? Why no fanfare? <laughs> it took me a minute to work out who she was. <laughs> okay, but, there we go. But no, she that's was... cool. She's been in two episodes so far. I think more than was it only been two? Was it that? And then she was she changed her look to be like gothic. Yeah. Okay, I think she has maybe another episode or two that we haven't seen yet, but it will be fine for us to have a conversation with her. Like, we won't have to block you out. How, I think there's, how, did, how did you track her down? That's awesome. Well done, man. How did you well, How did you find her? That had been requested a lot in on Instagram, like in comments and things, and then also I think on the chat, on the watch-along, people were saying, oh, we've got to get Amber on aka glenda and so yeah so i just found her on instagram fired over a message and she messaged back about 20 minutes later and said yeah she'd love to do it oh, so very nice awesome it's easy that's an easy one Good work, we, we've been we've been trying so that'll be happening in the future I'll obviously talk with you dom to get the dates and time sorted out I've been trying to track down, as you know, Principal Turner. I think I found him on LinkedIn. I don't have LinkedIn. You do. I fired you over the link. But what, Dom? Uh, His messaging is locked. I can't can't message him, unfortunately, for whatever reason. So I'm going to see if there's like a way around it. Because I think it might be because I don't have LinkedIn premium. Oh. But. Little free trial. A little reckon, free trial cancelled before that trial's over. I reckon if I can no get... No harm, no foul. Yeah, if I can get a little free trial, I can ping him a message and then and then skip out of there. That's my <laughs> that's my plan. That's my plan for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> plan in motion. Yeah. I, um, I did that with IMDB Pro, because if you get IMDB Pro, you can get people's agents is email addresses and stuff then where i got i thought i was getting close i got to barry corbin whitey his manager or agent or whatever said oh it sounds great i'll pass it on to barry and you know he can decide if he gets back to you or not i never heard from barry, never, <laughs> never heard from barry. oh barry and, but i was i was like oh okay he's actually gonna see this potentially no well probably but it was a no. Straight, and straight in the delete pile, isn't it? From the agent. Oh, you think it not? It didn't even go to Barry. Yeah, they'll filter out anything they don't want to give him. Because they're not getting any. There's no ten percent of nothing. No ten percent of zero is zero. No compo there, is there, mate? <laughs> I'll get round to you next Thursday. 
Uh, yeah, and so the same happened with with Lee with Lee Norris. I got through to his agent. She said she he or she I can't remember said they'd pass it on, and uh, and then they emailed me back and said that Lee is going to pass, and that broke my heart a little bit to be real. <laughs> I've got posters of you on my fucking wall, man. I want to show you. <laughs> I want to show you you. I want to show you, you my, don't understand? my back tattoo of you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Just me wearing my pristine wife, my pristine white wife beater, just randomly standing on bridges. Yeah. <laughs> Call me Colonel Derek. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so on and so forth. Yeah, good free trial. Okay, so... Dom's going to work on Principal Turner because I think he would be awesome to have on. He's been a great, consistent uh, character through uh, through our whole podcasting journey. The most beautiful, stoic voice. We need him on. He would be perfect for a podcast. So, yeah, uh, I have Matt booked in. Matt, this podcast has been in the works for like, over a year he is the the prop master, the guy, the set dresser for One Tree Hill, but from like seasons six to nine or maybe five to nine, but the second half of the show. He is the guy that very uh, kindly sent me the mouth posters. Um, he wouldn't even let me pay for shipping or anything like that, you know, from like LA. He's worked on loads of, loads of cool things. Uh, he worked on like My Girl. Wow. And uh, yeah, and loads of uh, TV shows and, and other cool things. But yeah, so we're going <laughs> to be. He was the prop master for my girl. Well, like worked on. Yeah. Her. So he just basically built a tiny coffin for Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> At least he wasn't the bee master. <laughs> oh, Mark, send in the bees. <laughs> Al- Alan, you got the bees. <laughs> Macaulay, is he, is he on his? Uh, is he on his queue? Get on the mark, Macaulay. <laughs> they won't sting you. They won't sting you. They're friendly beasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, let it crawl all over you. That's it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Now remember, when you when you start crying, drop the glasses. <laughs> it's symbolic. Where's the girl that plays Vader? Whatever her name is. <laughs> Vader is Vader. Don't, don't say it perfectly and then act like you can't remember. So where's the girl that plays Vader? I don't know her real name. Oh, okay. But you were confident of the character name. Oh, absolutely. Although I'd have no idea what Macaulay Culkin's character was called. No. Or Dan Aykroyd. Tom. Tommy. Tim. Ta. Dead. They say his name a lot, don't they? Because, you know, well, his fate. It's a great, it's a great movie. I gotta, I gotta look real quick. Do you have any, I think it's Thomas. I think it's Thomas. Hang on, I'm almost there. I'm pretty sure it's Thomas. Come on, Simon. Come on. Is it Thomas? Simon. Simon. So- yes! <laughs> Thomas J. Sennett. Her name was so Va- Va- Vader Sultanfus and Dan Aykroyd, Harry Sultanfus. And it's Anna Anna Klumsky that played Vader, who... Do you remember when we had Matt Doherty on, who played Averman in The Mighty Ducks? He... He he had said on a different podcast, I'd heard him say that he dated her at one point. And I was like, oh, okay. So I brought it up when we had him on and he said that it was fake news. And I was thinking, fake news? I heard you say it. <laughs> it's your own fake news. But we'll let it go. 
we'll let it go. But right, so that's really cool. So One Tree Hill set dresser prop man, um, he's really nice and sent me these things. Which you know, like these are from the original files. Super dope. And then, and then, and then, and then we have. Peter from Cobra Kai Companion. Now, Cobra Kai is a show that I love, that you love also, Dom, that people love. And Peter is from Cobra Kai Companion podcast, which like the biggest Cobra Kai podcast that there is. He's had like all of all of the cast on there. He's had uh, William Zabka, Ralph Macchio, Martin Cove, like everybody. Literally everybody from all of the main cast all the way down to like the sort of... <laughs> The sort of people we'd have on our podcast, you know, the Narions of the world. Um, <laughs> Narion was the best. Is, <laughs> he, he was. He was great. That was a really good one because he sort of gave... He just gave all of the information, you know. There was no... Not that people have a facade, but, you know, there was no, like, media training there or anything, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would be really exciting so we can talk all about things about Cobra Kai and then and then and then and then we are going to cover Free Willy trilogy next we're recording on Sunday have you watched any of them yet Dom? no I'm nervous for you because they don't stream anywhere don't worry I have okay (laughs) I'll be fine (laughs) if not I'll be coming around yours to borrow them They're right here. They're on the shelf. So, yeah. Nice. Well, it's been a dream of mine to... Right, it was a dream of mine to have Icebox and the Little Giants on the podcast. We did that. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. We had... (laughs) Wasn't it? Come on. I know you didn't watch that film growing up, but we had the star of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's great. She worked directly with Rick Moranis. Okay, so to you, Rick Moranis was the star. I see. <laughs> I see how you're playing this. <laughs> well, we had, you know, Averman from the Mighty Ducks. We had Junior from Cool Runnings. Like, these are huge people. One that I wanted to get, finish off, you know, some of this these amazing people that we've had is Jesse from Free Willy. The main kid, the main, he's free in Wales, Dom. Um, so I've got his brother <laughs> in a headlock, <laughs> in a vice. <laughs> well, his 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 bro- <laughs> his brother is a filmmaker, and he they just did like an eleven minute short film called Dolphin Boy, which stars adult Jason Richter, who played Jesse in Free Willy. And it's like a it's like a parody kind of thing of a washed up child star that was known for this thing as Dolphin Boy and then what he's into now. And it's won all of these awards. Like it's won like all these critics awards at all these um you know, like film festivals and things for like a short movie. Because it's like, it's only like eleven minutes long. And um so I said to him, I'd love to talk to you about it. It'd be great if we could talk to you and to talk to your brother about it as well as you know you directed that he starred in it and so on and so forth and he's really nice and he's really down to do the podcast um so just working the details out and he's just waiting back to hear fingers crossed if his brother could be on it also worst comes to worst if not we could ask some questions uh and his brother could maybe like pre-record voice note the answers or something so we could put them on 
But either way, you know, potentially, hopefully, we could have him on the podcast. That's that's the most exciting news for me. Definitely, that's some like hard hard work there. I was at, I was out on my walk as we discovered last week. I was you know went for my little walk today, and you sent me um, three rather interesting voice notes. Two of them. Yeah. Two of them were related to that. One of them was not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm I'm really excited for that. That sounds awesome. Will they Will they join on Sunday? Is that the plan, or are they going to join like another day when they can make? No, it? no. Yeah, I thought that'd be like a separate thing. So we'll we'll do our podcast on the free movies and separate, and then this will be you know like another thing. So free that Willy. Free that Willy. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, I wrote something um, on Instagram and I thought it was prevalent as like a high flyers thing. Um, So I just wanted to read it here because I think that throughout the journey of our podcast, this has kind of been like a chronicle of, I think I said this like last episode, a few episodes ago, it's like a chronicle of our friendship. It's also kind of a chronicle of lessons that we've learned and kind of documenting it on here. And hopefully, you know, if it helps somebody else, then that is amazing. So I did put it on Instagram, but not everyone follows on the gram. So I wanted to I wanted to throw it out on here. So let me just how do I wait? How do you see the stories that, that have already gone? There's a way to see them. How do you see them? can't remember okay talk to me about talk to me about how your week has been Uh, (laughs) i've become filler for this podcast episode (laughs) no just i really want to hear about your week you don't (laughs) i i know you don't (laughs) i do i want to know how how have you been you've been good yeah i've been absolutely fine I've been working, I've been walking, that's about it, to be honest. That's good, you bought me enough time. Okay, so, (laughs) (laughs) right, high flyers moment, okay, so, it can be hard to look back at decisions and choices we made in our past, and people that we allowed around us, and so on, but remember, though you were you... You were a less developed version of yourself and the fact that you feel differently now shows your growth and the lessons you have learned. Exhale the past and breathe in the present. Never let anyone steal your magic. This is kind of like a one true healism. There are a lot of bitter and jealous people out there that will put you down as they see you living your life and they are unhappy with theirs. And this is so true. There's so many people that exist like this and you have to treat negative people with distance and only allow people around you that make you feel even more confident in you being yourself and this is why this podcast and this community that we've sort of inadvertently built is so special because i you know i won't speak for you you can speak for yourself but i know that i feel so comfortable here to just be myself and I think this room around me is kind of evident as that's come into my life more of of having Nicolas Cage up here and Chad here and Mouth here and whatever it's like I'm so comfortable just to be within myself I haven't always been that way you know and felt you know the judgment of other people or not feeling able to be like that and that's something I'm so grateful 
for this podcast and this community that we've built like do you feel it with for you for yourself how do you feel well firstly that was beautiful what a lovely thing to say and and to put out there into the world because i guess not many people you know put kind of good messages out like that as often as you would like or expect or hope so thank you um but yeah i've i've i think we're more than welcome more than welcome we're happy and comfortable being ourselves aren't we and we're happy to just be the the people that we are with the people that we that we talk to and interact with and you, you know we're very comfortable with each other and then we add you know we've added that extra element in there now where we've got you know our ravens and you know pigeons that listen and reach out and message and but but we ask for it we ask them to because you know it's it's important to us that people feel you know welcomed uh, and like they're going to be heard and and responded to and and that's that's what i take the most away from this is, is that you know people are free to to reach out to us and get a response and you know feel like they are part of the community that we're trying to build for sure well said and we do we have people like that have reached out and said i'm going through a really bad time um and and just write it all down very simon style you know like how when i go through something i write it all out it's like i get it all out and then i like to share it with someone like privately like i've done it with you a few times i do it with f like all of the time (laughs) like she must hate me but (laughs) it's uh it's like healthy for me to sort of get out my system i did actually have two more paragraphs sorry so (laughs) (laughs) he started like you know like saying how great it was and i was like do i tell him now that i had two more paragraphs or so um right remember the theme treat negative people with distance only allow people around you that make you feel even more confident than you being yourself I wish I had that mentality earlier. I didn't get my friend group right until like my late 20s, like right up to just before I turned 30. But as long as we get there in the end, I guess, you know, that's that's all that that's all that matters because some people sadly never get there. Some people have people that aren't necessarily nurturing their inner peace around them at all ever, you know. And don't let them take it. This is the One Tree Hill reference. Your talent, your magic, all of the things that make you, you. So if there are people out there and friends that you have and they're not helping you feel comfortable and good with your inner peace or, you know, just making you uncomfortable in any way or you're questioning their existence within your your life, just get rid of them. Just let them go. It's It's like cutting the weeds away from a plant to allow that plant to flourish you know it's it's healthy it's important and it's never too late and it doesn't matter what how long it's been or what period it's at just have good positive people around you that are going to make you feel more confident and comfortable in you being you high flyers good so beautiful beautiful well said I appreciate you, brother. Um, (laughs) One Tree Hill, there's so much good stuff to talk about on this episode. We have two ravens on, not one, not three, but two. And there is Ed, who's a first-time raven. It'll be our first time meeting and talking to him. I've spoken to him on, 
you know, Patreon and Instagram at first time talking to him in in person. And then Jay, of course, is an old time day one favorite. So all good. All good. So much to speak about. We're coming up to our 100th episode. I was thinking, should we ask Paul back for our 100th? Feels right, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, what would be good to find out, which obviously I cannot do, is his involvement in that 100th episode. Mm. Because maybe if he's not really that involved in it, we just ask him to come back and go, we're celebrating because we got to our 100th episode and we want to talk to you a bit more and see how you're doing since we first had you on, which was so long ago. Yeah, well, that, that's actually what I was thinking. I was thinking as in just having having him come on and just having a chat with him about what's been going on, about some of his projects he's got coming up, and then obviously all of the things that you now know that we can talk to him about, you know, the, the shooting and all, all the rest of it. Mm. And then it would be cool because we could be like, and then it'd be great if you could come on again and to finish it off as like a trilogy at the end of the podcast to then give your perspective on you know the show as a whole so it's like a beginning middle and end get old um bethany joy lens on that's never gonna happen is it get him to bring her on be like we mate bring her on with you we won't have a word we won't tell drama queens (laughs) right also ravens what are we gonna do it like (laughs) Let's plan this. They, we can't let Drama Queens get to the end of its run without them mentioning us once. We deserve to be mentioned one time. One acknowledgement that they saw us, that there is another One Tree Hill podcast that went before them. We laid homage to the people that came before us. We told you all about Tree Hill Talk, all about Rivercore. There's a million other trash One Tree Hill podcasts out there. When I say, you know, just ones we don't even bother mentioning. But then there's us, current, present, the motherfucking what, Dom? Gangsters of right now. And if drama queens can't even have the respect to utter our names into existence and etch our names into the tablets of time on drama queens podcast, then hey. All about the drama girl, drama girl, drama girl. All about the drama. Drama, What is the drama girl? All about the drama queens, isn't it? I don't fucking know. All about the drama girl, drama girl, drama girl, drama girl, always and forever. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's drama girl, drama girl, and then I think it's like drama queens. I have no idea. I can't remember. I finally got that song out of my head after it being in there for so long. I never want to hear it again, to be honest. You look so depressed now that you can't remember it. It's like the end of the world for you, isn't it? Do you know what I think? I think they should have us on their podcast. And I think I feel a bit, I feel a bit disrespected that we haven't been extended that invite. We've invited them to ours. It's just rude. Many times reached out to their agents. (laughs) I reached out to James Lafferty's brother for a layup. Nothing. (laughs) Free Willy's brother, though. Free, happening. Free Willy's brother. <laughs> it's because he's got fuck all else to do. 
Oh, cut that out. <laughs> I try so hard to get these people on, Dom, oh. and you just knock them down like bowling pins. <laughs> I'll do that to his face. Like, get on Zoom with me. Put your camera on. Who the fuck are you? Jesus Christ. Who's been your favourite person at all podcasts? You know, One Tree Hill, non-One Tree Hill. Who's been your favourite guest we've ever had? Paul Johansson. Just because he was just, like, so charismatic. He was great. He was so nice. He was friendly. He gave, like, loads of... He gave loads of time. He wasn't, like, in a hurry to go anywhere. You know, Matt Doherty had, like, a time limit and, you know... (laughs) required something in return uh, <laughs> oh god the foam just went in my eye <laughs> you got yourself a little pint there have you <laughs> it's got himself a little pint glass of beer oh bless him he's hit the big leagues are you hit the big leagues our boy <laughs> what Why? he's got a pint glass got beer in it froths up his nose got a flake Dom, I've had I've had a fairly long day. Right, I've, <laughs> I've been had an incredibly long day. Okay, but look, I've been with my son, who I love more than life itself. But I've been with a one-year-old for fifteen hours. You know, I'm just having a beer at the end of the night with my with my good old friend Dom here, and I can't even. And I'm judged for it. I just said about giving having positive people around you you know you're never gonna get that with me (laughs) when i used to when i used to work at camp so that one time at band camp when i used to work at camp when if a kid insulted another kid the we'd make them would that we'd call that a put down we'd make them give the kid that they just insulted free put-ups they had to give them free compliments to balance out the negative thing that they just did New rule for the podcast. Oh no! <laughs> well, you didn't insult. You didn't insult my dear. But... No, there's nothing wrong with it. I just—it <laughs> was quite. It you was halfway the... through talking, he pulls out a little pint glass of. I've been drinking that the whole time. It was the <laughs> the the. That's the only time I didn't know what I was doing. It was the first one. Should we say it? Should we say it? Look, we've never we've we've never paid for an interview except for one time, and it was because I didn't know what the deal was, right? And I already had a pre-existing relationship with Matt Doherty. He plays Aveman, the Mighty Ducks. I already knew him, knew him. I'd been in email contact with him because I had one of his jerseys, and we were trying to screen match it. And he was being really nice and everything. And then when I asked him for an interview. I didn't really know how to go about it. And so I emailed him and I just said, you know, we could give you X amount of money. And then he was straight away just like, yep, here's my PayPal. <laughs> and uh, but then we've had on how many people? Maybe 20? Yeah, probably in that ballpark. Yeah, not far off. Like, yeah, because we've had we had um, uh, Shauna and... Shauna and um, Bosley, Todd Bosley, 
Todd Todd Bosley, yeah. On at the same time. Those memories um, like fucking it's like a Rolodex in my head going to try and find the right name. <laughs> Marcus Tuji. <Togi. laughs> Well, that's tough for you because that was a film that you watched for the first time like a year and a half ago, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, the um, but we've never paid ever again, and it was a mistake. And you didn't know that I had done that, and I told you afterwards. And I remember we laughed about it while eating pizza. <laughs> <laughs> like, I really cause... miss the pizza. That's probably what I miss the most <laughs> about in person. Well, I miss the in person, but I, I miss the kind of. It's kind of like more of an event, isn't it? Because it was re- it was yeah. it was like record, stop halfway through recording, or we'd record two. So we'd record of one trio, yeah. and then we'd do a film, or vice versa. But we'd get a pizza in the middle, and we'd have a little laugh yeah. and just chat shit for a bit. I miss that. I miss those days. In like an empty office building. Yeah, it was like the building was ours, wasn't it? We just, you know, just did whatever. But we're in your office. Eating pizza, drinking Seven Up, and and the pizza guy could never find it. Oh, Do you remember? And yeah, the one yeah. time they didn't, it was so annoying. We had to wait, like literally, walk around the complex for ages to go and find them, didn't we? Yeah, like wait outside yeah. for so long, phoning them, saying come. On. And they like they left us once, didn't they? And said we couldn't have yeah. our own pizza. Yeah, bastards. And I was, do you remember we were, you would get like the meaty or the, what, the pizza that just had tons of meat on it. And you introduced me to the, the stuffed crust with the barbecue base, then with a big barbecue dip as well. Mm. And um, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> <laughs> barbecue base. <laughs> so fancy. Mm. But yeah, that's true. But this, this way is so much easier because you finish and we should do. Like for the hundredth one, maybe it should be like every ten or something. We should just go to the office and do it in person because it'll be fun. Yeah, man. Get the pizza. Like maybe maybe once a month or once every other month or something. But wait, okay, hang on. So yes, that's the only time we ever paid for one, and we would never pay for one again. Um, but yeah, I I do you remember we I said to you about or we said at the end of recording last week. I don't think I've told you this. Um, we discussed that we're going to do Scream at some point, right? Mm-hmm. And we had an idea of something. Yeah. I uh, I I emailed our mutual friend, um, and she said that there could potentially be a fifty-fifty chance. Depends Ooh. on the mood, basically. Fifty-fifty isn't bad. That's good odds. That's red or black on it. a roulette table, isn't it? You know. Throw grand, throw down ten grand. Let's go. <laughs> ten grand on red. Yeah, <laughs> that's Matt Doherty money. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, well, okay. Besides Paul Johansson, who's your next favourite? Oh my god, are you just going to literally make me list everyone that we've ever spoken to? No, I'm just okay. Non One Tree Hill related, or no, just no, just one other person, just one. Yeah. Brandon Baker was good. Brandon Baker him. was great. I really enjoyed that one. Another one I'd never seen or heard of um johnny's tsunami for yeah. people wondering um i did like talking to kate Sargent, although we had to do like five retakes <laughs> reshoots yeah um that was a good but the one. original the original one yeah was really good the, o- the cool run-ins one with rule dealers was really good but i 
I, for some reason, in them days, thought that if we'd had the camera on, it would distort the audio, and of course it wouldn't. So we missed out on the opportunity of having the video for that one. But that was fun. Mm. And... Yeah, that that was a great... That was really long, that one, wasn't it? That was like, we literally went through everything with him. That was such a long yeah. one. Oh, my God. Scene by scene. The poor the entire, guy. It was, like, it was like three and a half hours, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably those. I like those. I did like the uh, Little Giants one, but, again, it's a film that I never really grew up with and watched, so, yeah. 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 <laughs> Big the Big Bang Mike one was fun as well. Yeah, he was all right. He's just a bit of a. He, he was good to talk to. He's all right. He's got like a lot of charisma and energy and lots to say. Thomas Tulick from Hook, he was good. Yeah, I liked him as well. He was good. You know, our Little Giants one is like almost at ten thousand views on YouTube. I did not know. It's pretty decent. <laughs> That's pretty decent. Well, who is there anyone that would be on your list um, for like from a movie or something? I'd love to surprise you with one that would like just you know really make your day. Uh, realistic. I, Keep it realistic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go like oh, Tom Hanks. Uh, I'd have to. I'd have to have a think and just see if there was anyone that was like. Like, if a child actor, like, a film that I, like, I watched when I was a kid and then, like, ended up talking to them. But Oh, we've got the, we've got one of the, um, one of the, uh, surf, surfer dudes from Free Ninjas. I've got, he's given me his phone number. I just need to call him to arrange it. But I keep forgetting, like, the time difference and whatever, you know. <laughs> it's three in the morning for him. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that would be a good one. Mm, that'd be interesting because he was, you said he was a cameraman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, on that note, let's move in to this episode, and we have Jay with us. We are back with a day one Ravens legend. Jay, you're back with us. How's it going? Going pretty good, man. Can't complain. How's everything with you guys? Yeah, awesome. Good. We've we've been. I, I would lie to you and say we've been talking about One Tree Hill for the last sort of thirty minutes or so, but we really haven't. We've just been talking nonsense. So it's great to have you on again, though. I remember the the last one you were making Simon call you Colonel. You were sticking up for me. So these these are the episodes I I enjoy the most because I've got <laughs> I've got someone on my side for once. Absolutely. And by the way, Simon, fuck you. Okay. <gasps> Team Dom all the way. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Lucky I don't have a shirt right now. (laughs) I know. People people in Team Dom are just kind of mean, though. Like, mean-spirited. They're making merchandise and stuff. Like... That's how we we roll. (laughs) That's that's right. There's far far few of us, so we have to do what we can do. You know what I mean? There you go. There's there's literally three of them. (laughs) (laughs) but that that's that sounds lovely but i'm yet to hear a team simon person so i'm not <laughs> sure that that's true that's three more than i have oh, you know? you're gonna have to take turns alternate right no nah. okay there you go please i'll take the please. even One seasons time. you get the odd seasons yeah there you go okay i like that well uh 
Okay, Jay, before we before we roll into anything, have your top five shows changed? And the fact that now we don't have to have One Tree Hill in there has been like a an addition for people. You can throw in a, a different one. Yeah, I've been trying to think about it. I mean, they haven't changed. It's still, you know, One Tree Hill, Vampire Diaries, the original Dawson's Creek, Friends. But if I had to add in a, another one, oh man, it's tough. Maybe I would say you. Have you watched you yet? On Netflix? Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the next season. But Yeah. Dom, you need to watch you. That's a good one yeah. for you. You'd enjoy it. <laughs> you do keep telling me to watch it. I, I will get to it at some point. Like I said, I'm not sure I, I'm like fully able to commit to a new a new series and new characters and stuff yet. I've not quite got there, but maybe, maybe one day soon. I totally get it. I've been trying to find new stuff to watch too, and I put it on, and I'm like, oh, I really just can't do it right now. <laughs> it's weird how that works out. But it is like a commitment to new people. It's like yes. I don't have the space in my life right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Like my uh, F and I are getting close to being up to date in This Is Us, and it feels like when that show's over, there's going to be a big a big void. Like we just did thirty one episodes in two weeks, oh. which for us is a lot. For Dom, that's like a couple of days. Uh, but yeah. like that's. Uh, have you watched This Is Us, Jay? I ha- no, I haven't not yet. But I hear good things about it. It's on my list. Like I, I said. think you'd like it. It's kind of like a. Um, I don't know how to. I would don't want to say like a more adult One Tree Hill, but it's sort of like like a One Tree Hill, but it's focusing on adults rather than some of the. I mean, it's terrible. It's good. You're oh, yeah. like, you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's on it. the list. It's on the list. I just haven't gotten there yet. But had a lot of stuff going on lately, man. It's been like nonstop crazy. So well, well, let's kick back for an hour and talk some One Tree Hill because this. This episode has it all. We're talking... Because you're a big fan of the Scream movie, right? Absolutely, yes, I am. And this definitely... This episode was definitely taking a lot of influence from that, right? Yeah, it's funny because I was watching it yesterday to be prepared for today. And uh, a buddy of mine, he came in and he's like, are you watching Scream? And I was like, no, but I get it. (laughs) So it's funny that you said that. Yeah, well, it's the whole... uh, when Peyton's running up the stairs and they always like trip a little bit yeah. all of that sort of stuff yeah uh, um Dom you you like Scream right yeah yeah great great film when it I'm first still, came. did you see I'm still waiting for you guys to cover it it's it's in the agenda we're we've got we've got uh we're doing free, the free willy trilogy on Sunday and then Scream is gonna be next oh sweet that. I'm excited that was my uh, that was my '90s movie when you guys were still doing that at the beginning. So I've been waiting what I think like two years now, Simon. You guys are flashing, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we're trying to work on something very special for that one. Uh, I'm not sure what will happen, but if it if it pulls off, I'm you'll be you'll be more than happy. I'm sure you'll uh, uh, you'll love it. I can only imagine what you guys have on your sleeve. So I'm excited just thinking about it. So have you guys seen the new one? No, I really want to see it. Have you have you seen it? Oh yeah, I went out the first day it came out. I'm like diehard fan. It was it was good. I mean, you can tell that it wasn't written by or you know Wes Craven didn't direct it, but I mean there were still little unique things that they threw in there to like honor him. So that was nice. It was it was good. It was a lot more gory for sure than the other ones. 
couple parts made my stomach turn a little bit. But I mean, it was good. There's. I'm ex- I'm excited for it. I think it's it's not it won't be that long before it will be like on Prime premiere yeah. and stuff. It's a bit hard for to get out to the cinema and stuff because we've got you know like the our son's so young at the yeah. moment. But not that I'm taking him to scream in like a year's time or something. <laughs> you know, yeah, no, with babysitters and stuff. Yeah. But um, should I go and I can FaceTime you and we'll I'll stream it to you basically. <laughs> yeah. Works. That works, yeah. <laughs> we really want to watch The Matrix as well, but I think that's just come on for home premiere. Yeah, um, I haven't seen the new one yet. I'm did, a... did you say you did watch it, Dom? Yeah, I've seen it. It's not bad. It's okay. As it's, yeah. it's, be- it's better than the third one. I'll say that. Yeah. I don't remember too much about The Matrix. It's been so long since I've seen any of them. So I'm excited. I think I'm going to do like a rewatch on all of them and then watch the new one just to know what the hell I'm watching. So. Nice. The, yeah, the Matrix would be a good one for us to do oh, yeah. as a trilogy, or maybe just the first one. Maybe yeah. I know Dom, that's one would be a big one for you, right? Isn't it? Yeah, that's that's one I mentioned a few weeks ago, wasn't it? So we should uh, we should get that uh, podcasted at some point. But Scream first, of course. Yeah, Scream, like I said, yeah. two years and counting, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about this episode. Where where do you want to start, Jay? Do you want to just go straight in with the psycho Derek Payton stuff, or do um, you want to build, you want to talk? I think we else? can we can build up to that. That's just you know like your grand finale type thing. I think. Um, I'm trying to think what we could start off with Lucas and Karen because that's where the episode starts in the hospital with them. So I'm not doing any yeah. like I'm not recapping anything. That's on YouTube, FYI. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Well, Dom <clears throat> Dom does the best the best recapping, I think. So, kind Dom, hit us. He's in the hospital. Just for Lucas, or yeah, That's, yeah, throw Karen in too. Yeah. Well. I think she doesn't have much going on other than that, really. Karen's yeah. Karen's journey is kind of nice and easy in this episode. She starts off right at the beginning with her son. Uh, Lucas, as you may be aware, if you've got this far into One Tree Hill. Um, and she's basically saying, why are you at the hospital with me? And he says, you know, if, would Keith be here? And she's like, well, yeah, he's the father of the child. Um, and basically sends him off to school. As he goes to go to school and she goes into her appointment, to, like <laughs> it's a first scan or a scan that she's having for the baby, uh, Lucas notices uh, someone and he thinks it's Peyton and he realized this is a bit odd that's Peyton's jacket it's a it's a blonde wig we have damage to the leg in the same place where she's been shot and he's a little bit confused and as the episode goes it goes on um Lucas basically tries to convince Peyton that something something dodgy about Derek you know the whole hair sniffing incident the, <laughs> the what he called a, a hooker um in in the hospital and he just you know, he, he did that by looks, he judged that she was a hooker. Well, I mean, can we also say that Lucas, um, Lucas, uh, uh, my mind's gone. What's the word? Uh, he confused. That's not the word, though. That's going to bug me. He <laughs> he thought it was someone else. He confused. Is that the word? Oh, my God. What? He, he confused the hey, hooker for my Peyton? My brain's melting. <laughs> 
he couldn't he for a second couldn't distinguish the difference between Peyton and a beaten up hooker let's just call that what it is okay sorry continue uh and then as the episode continues uh he you know manages to get through to Peyton a little bit and convince her that something's not quite right she also then works that out throughout the course of the episode and he um gets the police involved and then you know things happen that you know basically they they catch the wrong guy and then yeah that's let's leave that part for the let's get to all of that and it connects at the end because that's yeah i mean lucas is great in this episode really right he's the only person that's kind of switched on to this stuff wouldn't you say jay yeah definitely you know i'm not the biggest lucas fan but i gotta give him props for this episode for sure yeah, totally. I mean, he was heroic, you could say. We'll, we'll get to that part. <laughs> what about um should should we talk about Haley and Nathan? Yeah, we and can. their stuff. Yeah, for sure. Everybody loves a good old Haley storyline. Yeah, for real. I mean, this is a great start really for Nathan. He the phone rings. He's got a scholarship to Duke. The only one, the only one <laughs> Uh, coach co- like college coach basketball name that I know is Coach K because yeah. he's like so famous, right? Yeah, it's like the only one I knew. And it's tell Coach K I'll do my best, I won't let him down. It's like you know, so elite. And then I got into Duke, I'm pregnant. And can we agree that Nathan does not handle this <laughs> very well at all? Like, potentially one of the worst ways. Well, that could be a lot worse, but he just leaves her hanging. Yeah. I know. I was talking about that yesterday with my uh, my girlfriend. She was like, Nathan's such a dick. And I was trying to, like, defend him a little bit. And I was like, yeah, no, that was really a dick move. I mean, he could have handled it better. But then again, she could have told him soon. So kind of like giving a take there. Yeah, for real. I mean, the, f- the fact that that she's known for a while, Dom, and not told him, is that a bit unfair? I mean, she's been trying to figure out what to do and how to tell him and what his reaction is going to be because of the whole, you know, being scared of um, locking him into a situation that, that Dan ended up in, you know, in the past. And she didn't want history to repeat itself. So, you know, unfortunately, she has got herself into that position. Well, they both have got themselves into that position. And keeping it from him, yeah, probably not a good idea. But actually, you know, it came out in the end and it's, it's not been that long like a few weeks isn't the end of the world is it um well i think dom it didn't come out in the end and that's what's led to this (laughs) sorry (laughs) okay fair enough but you know she she told him she she eventually told him he he says uh what he's what he's got to say and then she told him so i think that's fair enough he didn't handle it well. But one thing we do know about Nathan and that we've learned over this amount of time is that he doesn't handle things well at first. He does. He needs to get away from the situation to, to really think about it and then come back to it. And then, you know, he, he does really redeems himself when he has his press conference at the end. Fair enough. For sure. Well, Jay, he also goes to see Rachel and Rachel's putting on all of the moves. You know, she's lit a candle She's undoing buttons. She's throwing oh, herself at him. I thought that but... was the hooker. I thought the hooker had come back. 
Jesus. And um, but his, she finds out that Nathan is that Haley and Nathan are pregnant, and uh, and she kind of switches it off. Like it's like she finally has found a boundary that she will respect. And she asked Nathan if she ever had a chance, and he said, "You know, not for not for a second. And she actually gave him some quite good advice. You know, your your family has money. You're going to be okay. You're going to have a beautiful baby. You're you know you're going to have a great life. I mean, did Rachel redeem herself for you in that moment, or is she still a douchebag? Oh, she's definitely a douchebag. I mean, that's never going to change. Uh, I do like the fact that she finally did find a boundary that she's like, okay, that, 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 which I was really surprised when they wrote that in for her, because you know how Rachel's character is. She just has no care for anything other than herself. But yeah, it was nice. I I, I mean, you know, unexpected that she's the one who kind of got through to Nathan, but I guess it's a nice little turning point. They're trying to make you kind of feel for Rachel. I suppose I personally still don't like her, but She's one of those characters I can kind of do without. I mean, I get the point of her, plot-driven, but I don't really care for her. And did it change anything for you, Dom? Or she's still uh, a bag full of penises? <laughs> uh, yeah, she's still um, exactly the same sentiment as Jay. So they're like, expressed perfectly, because that's exactly how I feel about her as well. I understand the point of her but i really don't like her and the sooner she's not in one tree hill anymore the better (laughs) Uh, i have the unfortunate unknowing of when she will exit i have i have no doubt she won't make it till the end Uh, she won't get to season nine she's gone in season six at the very like earliest like if she's not gone by the end of season four she'll last for season five and then she's gone there's no way she can survive any longer as the character that she is so yeah hopefully she disappears pretty soon um but yeah it was almost like oh nathan you're tainted good now goods now i don't i don't want you i don't want to be i don't want to be like stepmom <laughs> she sort of made well, can, that decision can i can i ask you a question dom is you, you often say the phrase a niner you know someone that's going to go through all nine seasons if someone like Rachel, that she came in in season three, right? If she goes it up to the end of season nine, are they, is she still a niner? Because she actually she has only done seven seasons. Or people, if someone comes in in season six and they make it to season nine, uh, do they still? Well, what kind of weight do they hold? Or are we looking for people that are literally going to go through all nine seasons? I like to think it's people that will go for literally all nine seasons. That, that you know a, a proper official niner um <laughs> but I, I guess we can have subs on the bench so like substitute niners which are people that have joined you know like rachel season three or whatever and, and make it to the end but she's not going to make it to the end uh, n- no way no way if she does then this will become very difficult to watch every week <laughs> I like that also we can have the same thing with our podcast. Like, Jay, you've been with us since season one, right? Like, you've been, yes, you know, listening and writing in and all of that stuff. So it's like, if 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 we are able to keep you entertained yeah. until the end of season nine, then you are a niner for us, right? Where some people might come in in season seven and then listen to the back catalogue. Well, Dom, if they listen to the back catalogue, does that make them a niner, but not a real-time niner? They're, a, they're like a... They caught up, you know, or no? 
<laughs> Jay's not having it. I don't know. They're they're not like a real time not niner. But you, right. you know, there's people there's people that have gone out and have they've either joined this like journey with us like week in week out, or they've caught up so that they can join this week in week out. So if we're in season nine, and they're having to then catch up, and we've finished and we've moved on, I'm not sure we can call them a niner. I reckon. I don't know. I'll think of a new name. <laughs> I'll find a new, new suitable what, name for them. What do you think, Jay? You're not feeling it. No, 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 no. You have to be here from day one. I don't care if you go back and listen to the back catalog. You're a sub niner. That's all there is to it. Like you're coming in. You're a sub niner. You're not. You got to be there from the start. That's all there is to it. Sub niner. I like it. <laughs> I like that. There you go. We've, we've got it defined. Perfect. Uh. Okay, so Nathan, yeah, he calls... Well, he sees Dan on the river court. Dan gives him some classic Dan advice, you know. And he has some great comments when he sees Nathan on the river court pondering life's questions. And he's like, for a second, I thought I had the wrong son. I thought it was a good good reference. And he's basically telling Nathan that he has to go to Duke. And, you know, Haley will either come or she won't. You know, it doesn't matter. And this is kind of a theme that we get, that when Nathan gets to the press conference, he does the opposite of what Dan says and says, whatever decision I end up making, it will be as a family and we'll be making that decision together. I just have to say a little sweet moment is uh, my son has just started to learn how to clap and he's got that little sweet clap, you know, where it's like all like this. (laughs) um, When I had it on earlier when I was, you know, with him and when dan scott gets to when dan gets to the press conference they all give him like a clap like a little standing ovation as he gets in and my son was like clapping along for like dan coming in and then they were like clapping at nathan's speech it was so sweet so that's awesome and i missed my my little boy being that small and seeing all those first things like that there's nothing that compares to that you got so much more coming your way man it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny because, I mean, people get it, but I think these little tiny things you, that you get so excited about and so like happy about, they seem very nothing to people that don't have kids. Like I think, like not to everyone, but I've just sort of noticed when I've said to people before, oh my God, he was like doing this. And they're like, oh yeah, okay, great. That's <laughs> <laughs> like... You know, it's like, but you don't understand. He's communicating things now, yeah. and it's all, yeah, yeah, it's lovely. It really is. It's an awesome experience for sure. For real. Um, <laughs> you've got Whitey there, Dom. He's your, he's your, <laughs> he's your surrogate child for now. You know, he never claps. <laughs> his hat is not possible. <laughs> his arm, his pop Funko arms aren't long enough. Yeah. Well. We get the lovely press conference. Dom, is this what you was expecting? Was you expecting him to do this? Or did you think Nathan was going to be, like, dickish to Haley for the whole episode? No, he can't be. He's 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 still very much in love with her. And that that is definitely evident. He just freaks out. He freaks out, panics, can't handle his emotions. He, he can't, you know, he can't control it. And he can't... Um, he, can't, he kind of can't really explain how he feels. So he needs to disappear talk to someone talk to you know himself for a bit figure out what's going on and try and you know put the pieces together and it's normally interactions with dan that make him go that's the dickhead i don't want to be so i need to Mm. i need to be better than that so when he gets to the press conference it's like 
okay, this is, you know, I, this was my dream. And my dad said, this is going to be my, the best day of my life. And yeah, he's right. But it's the best day of my life because, you know, my wife is, is pregnant and we're going to have a baby and that's exciting. So that's kind of what it's about for Nathan is get away, figure shit out, panic, realize Dan did exactly the same thing and was a total bell end. And then, you know, fix the situation. It's almost like he's, you know, retrospectively fixing Dan's faults, you know, in, in life. Really good point. I never thought about that. You're right, though. It, it does normally, like, Nathan has that change of heart normally after he talks to Dan. I never even yeah. looked at it like that. that. That's a really good point. He's so smart. This is why I'm team Dom. <laughs> I, think, I think the records will show. I actually said that about five minutes ago. <laughs> But it's fine. It's fine. People, someone, please, someone in the comments notice. I said it. I said he talks to Dan and does the opposite. It's fine. I see what Team Dom's about. I see what Team Dom is about. Too busy making merch. Too busy to be listening to the gems. But that's fine. So, uh, okay, so what do we need to... Oh, a, a big part of Haley's. We could sort of tie it into Haley here is that Brooke lets the <laughs> cat out of the bag that Haley's pregnant, literally gets on top of the, the table, says that Haley's got the got the uh is it the roast on slow cook? Yeah. Yeah. The bun in the oven. Bun in the oven. Bun in the yeah. oven, yeah. yeah. Roast on slow cook. Yeah. Which is a great, like, hilarious moment. And it was a good shot. Like, the it must have been, like, on a crane or something. Like, yeah. the camera shot sort of swooping out. It looked really good. Uh, what did you think of this, Jay? Yeah, that was definitely a very broke thing to do. I was not surprised by the way she handled that. But, I mean, I understand. It must have been a lot of weight for her to carry, for sure. With the school thing, if she's pregnant, then you got Shelly and all them. Like, I couldn't imagine having to deal with something like that, knowing it's not true. I mean, that's a huge thing to harbor, you know what I mean? It's not like a little secret, like, oh, I slept with so-and-so, or, oh, I crashed my car, or whatever. Like, that's a big burden to carry, so you have to respect her for doing that for her. Yeah, for real, for real. And Dom, it's uh, nice to see Brooke in these lighter moments again. Yeah, I mean, she was really doing her best to hide the secret, and, you know, this is why it bounced back and forward with me of, who's pregnant is it Brooke is it is it Haley? and you know eventually I did decide it was Haley, but it, it you know it was right down to the wire on that decision um and uh yeah I think these are these are great moments this is what makes her like a truly great friend but um the the jumping up on the table thing is a bit like it's a bit far but okay you can kind of understand because we've we've got to we've got to quash this rumor there's you know everybody thinks i'm pregnant and the clean teens are coming for me and i've got to i've got to change that now that has to that has to go so yeah definitely i like i like brooke in episodes like this well if we cross over to brooke rachel lies about brooke on the internet uh lies about her age makes a profile for her and sets up a date with some older guy called Nick, who's not Saint Nick. Um, <laughs> he he is not. And uh, he's a part-time model. I can't remember what... It was part-time model something something. But obviously we later find out that he is actually a teacher. And looks like he did some canoodling 
in class with Brooke. Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Did you expect that, Dom? The the reveal about him being a teacher? I I I wasn't quite expecting the teacher thing. I thought there's something not right about this guy. Where's where are we going down this path? He's he's in this for a reason. Firstly, how dangerous is it that Rachel's just set her up on this internet date set up as this profile for her you know have we not learned anything from Derek um crazy Derek that is well yeah true (laughs) um and uh what what a terrible person Rachel is uh I'm just gonna keep saying that (laughs) um but I that would be a bigger deal now that would be a bigger deal now because of all of the cyber stuff yeah Yeah, back in the day not so much I mean it was happening it just wasn't as well, you know, maybe because the internet wasn't so big, it just we were it wasn't so well publicized. Yeah, because yeah, that's like yeah. anything, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, go on. But yeah, I, I I wasn't I wasn't expecting like Principal Turner to sort of walk around and be like, "Hey, what you know, what are you doing here?" I thought it would be a bit like I didn't think it'd be a teacher. He, may, he might be some sort of like maintenance person, or he's a police officer or something like that something that will Mm. would be enough to get him in trouble but you know and and embarrass Brooke and and make that situation tenser but yeah having him as a teacher I'm kind of looking forward to the next episode because that tension is is just going to be he's going to be handing out books or like doing some sort of like register in his class and be like okay Brooke Davis and she'd be like oh me when he thinks her name is Peyton (coughs) and it's just gonna be like well um you're not 23 so <laughs> what do you uh what are your predictions for him and Brooke like moving forward do you think once he finds out he's just going to cut it off or what do you think is going to happen there I think he's like the anti-Cooper I think he's going to be like oh yeah I love a teenager I'll try again <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> and I'm hoping she goes uh I've just witnessed what the hell happened with Rachel. I want nothing more to do with this. Well, you don't want to. You don't want another limo crash off the bridge. <laughs> Not with Brooke in it. You can put Rachel re- in it again. Yeah. Hope, hey. Hopefully, she'll stay at the bottom this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finish the job. <laughs> the river wants to claim that body. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Final Destination. It will come for you somehow. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Well, that's well. We'll see see what happens with that. Then um, there is a good reveal, and we were just saying before you came on, Jay, that we really want to get. I think his name is Sean Shepherd. He plays Principal Turner. We're like desperate to get him on the podcast because I think he would be a really cool person to talk to. Yeah, for sure. And he has that amazing voice. It'd be perfect for a podcast. That's exactly what we said. <laughs> he does. Yeah. He has a very soothing voice it's so, i don't know i don't know how to describe it as soothing but i can listen to that guy talk all day long yeah for real he's awesome so i'm trying dom's trying now dom's taking over his we found him on linkedin so oh, nice dom's gonna set up some things and we're gonna see what we can do uh, what, um, what's good is that i've looked at his profile so he would get a notification that i've looked at his profile so if he looks at his linkedin notifications he'll he'll know i'm watching watch me watch you watch me watch you yeah. hey. too wise <laughs> well let's let's move over to um let's move over to dan 
and Deb because we can get them off and then we're pretty much at the main event. Can we talk about how much um, weight Dan lost in this season? He's like super fit in this season. Like he's always been fit, but like he was like, he had some weight on him before. I remember the first time I seen this, I was like, holy shit, what happened to him? I need his diet regimen, man. And and his hair is so perfect. Yeah. Like it's really anno- it really annoys me. Like as someone that's getting older, and it's like, yeah, I've got hair, but like not like voluptuous hair like that. <laughs> the 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 audacity to have a middle parting in your late thirties, you know, to have a hairline that's that strong, like you know. But and and yeah, he he looks great. He's in he looks in great shape. And uh, but but. There are Bible references on the wall, and he finds out that it's not just him seeing it in his mind because Whitey says, oh, I didn't know you were religious or, you know, something like that, which I feel like Whitey would have more questions because when you look at it, it looks like it's been written in, like, blood. I know it's, like, paint, yeah. but it's not like it's been nice. It's not like a something in a frame that's, like, a you know, a nice Bible reference that means something. It looks like someone, like, sacrificed the lamb and then used its cut-off head to, like, <laughs> mark it on the walls, you know? I would, you'd have a follow-up question. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That was my thought, too. Like, who the hell walks in and sees that? It's like, all right, well, have a good night. I would be like, all right, well, have a good night. I'm leaving before something fucking creepy goes down in here. I'm not trying to get sacrificed. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's exactly it. It's like, I, I didn't know you were religious I also didn't know you were a fucking psychopath <laughs> bye bye <laughs> yeah. but the reference is saying um, something about your brother's blood isn't it um, yeah, yeah sitting so, on like from beyond or whatever yeah so Dom what do you have any thoughts on this predictions what do you think is happening here it's Principal Turner He's he's out there. Mate. He's got some red paint and he's going wild. <laughs> well, go find him on LinkedIn for heaven's sake. <laughs> I uh, somebody knows. Somebody's seen. Somebody's witnessed what Dan did, and is now going to use this um, to blackmail him. This is. I know what you did. It's not about. Um, I don't think it's necessarily about coming forward and admitting it this is about controlling Dan uh, and controlling the mayor I just I just can't figure out who's smart enough or who would have been at the school to have figured it out you know have they caught this on a camera or have they you know were they there did they see it and I just don't know who it could have been you know I don't I don't know if the show is kind of in a place to have Dan do these things to himself because he had to go to the Bible, he had to look up what that reference, you know, was, what what mm. what page to go to. So would the show, you know, make him do all these things himself and then he doesn't remember, you know? Like a fight club. Yeah, yeah, and like kind of like writing murder on the walls. So I, I, I actually think we have someone doing it to him. You know, Deb's a good candidate for this sort of shit. Isn't she? <laughs> Drugged she's up Deb. Could I was about to say she's all strung out on pills right now. Who's to say what the hell Deb's doing in her free time? <laughs> exactly. So I think like Deb's a good candidate for for calling him a murderer. You know, even if they don't know that he picked up the gun and shot him, it, somebody knows that, you know, he let Keith go into the school and do 
you know, and try and stop Jimmy. So it's yeah, somebody's got to know. I just I just can't figure out who that would be or who it's going to be, unless it's like the detective who's just <laughs> fucking with him. But <laughs> I I don't think I'll ever hear the name Jimmy again without thinking <laughs> of Jimmy Edwards. That's the first Jimmy that comes to my mind. Yeah. I think that's for everyone, really. What an impact. Yeah. What an impact. Oh, Colin Fix, he's also coming on the podcast soon. Oh, God, there were so many. We just, I just was telling Dom earlier, we've got Glenda confirmed for the podcast. Oh, wow, really? That's awesome. I'm excited for the yeah. Colin Fix one, though. I think that's going to be a really good episode. Mm, that'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine, like, the insight he has on that. He did such a good job. He won't have much time to talk because I think we'll just keep shouting at him, Jimmy! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, it'll be great. The one time he does get to talk, he speaks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes, he speaks. So good. Oh, God, we have to do that. We have to do it. And what would be horrible is we go, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Such an honor to host you. So tell us about how you got into acting. He starts going, we go, he speaks. And he doesn't get the reference. And it's just awkward. And it's like, well, is that is that not what I came on to speak about? So unprofessional. I'm going on drama queens. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, yeah. So that so that's kind of Dan. Um, Deb. Nathan asked Deb to come to the press conference, but says, you know, if you're going to come, you have to be there sober. And she doesn't make it. She's like passed out on the sofa. Is there much else with Deb and Dan that we haven't spoken about? No, I think that's. I think that's the only thing with Deb is just that one scene, no? I mean, other Can than I, when Nathan yeah, like covers so. her up with a blanket, but that's about it. I think. Can I ask a question about the press conference? Is is that a real thing? If someone's going to a big university to play whatever on a scholarship, do they? Is this a thing? I'm really not sure, honestly. I don't follow too many sports or anything so I honestly couldn't tell you I've actually I actually had that same thought when I was watching it because he said he threw it and then I was I mean there was a couple reporters and then just like some cheerleaders and stuff and I'm like I wonder if this is like a legit thing if Mm. they themselves do it or if it's set up I have no idea how none of that works I I used to work at a college here in the UK and um uh, you know which one, Dom. And the the bar and um, basketball is not big here at all. It's probably like the fifth or sixth biggest sport. Like netball, probably even more lower down than that. Like netball, cricket, tennis, obviously football, like soccer, uh, rugby. All of that stuff is like way above basketball. I think, um, I think hockey, like just not like yeah, gr- field hockey. Field hockey is like above basketball. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's criminal, but it's crazy. <laughs> but um, but there was um, someone, there was a student from the college I used to work at, and he got um, accepted into an American college, like on a scholarship, which is like a huge deal, because obviously americans are amazing at basketball it's like you know your your sport and uh it was like and there was a big there was a big press conference for that um and i'm not sure if it was because uh, i think like american media even came over to be like you know because it's like a big deal because why is that funny we're we're media media. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, because in in America, the NCAA, like the college um, leagues, it's it's televised, um, and and a lot of people say it's better to watch than the NBA because the college players are so desperate to get drafted into the NBA. They're giving their all into every single game. Where in the NBA, some of the players are kind of coasting until it gets to the playoffs. And then when they're in the playoffs, they're like, you know, LeBron's coming out with like 45 points and whatever. Yeah, Yeah, it's the same for like college football too. The the games are just so much more intense because they're playing for that exact reason. Yeah, Yeah, it can literally like change their lives. Mm so I I feel like it would if it was like a big enough school. And Duke is like a Division One uh, for basketball. It's like one of the top um, basketball schools. And if he's going in to be like, you know, one of the like a really big player there, I they probably they probably would. I, like on local news, I don't think it wouldn't be on like you know CNN or right, anything. Right. Yeah. But... I mean, it's a good possibility. Like I said, I just don't know that for fact. So. Who knows? I'm actually. I started playing baseball, Jay. I might call a press conference to let <laughs> if I get drafted. <laughs> please, please do uh, it. Yeah, you should. That would be great. <laughs> Shall I record it? You, Being serious. Shall I like record it for the podcast and call up a local paper here and just be like, "Hey guys, I've got a hot scoop. I'm being drafted to a baseball team." Hell yeah, you. Do should. you want to interview me? Hell yeah, I'd watch it. Like, okay dom you could be in my press conference <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll come along yeah i'll bring go. my pom-poms <laughs> perfect well should we move on to the main event is that all that's left i think dan dan not dan dan deb nathan Haley, karen yeah lucas yeah <laughs> okay set yeah yeah that's it isn't it yeah, yeah, yeah. we got it yeah. I think because Lucas, Derek, Peyton, it's all going to coincide at the end here. Set us up, Dom. Come on. Really go for it. (laughs) Really, really put put some spice on it. Come on. Go for it. Peyton. Peyton Sawyer. (laughs) Alone in a house. (laughs) Followed by a lunatic. We have Peyton. She doesn't believe Lucas. We knew this would happen. We, well, uh, you know, we thought that this might be the case. That she just can't believe the fact that this guy is sniffing her hair and stealing her jacket and dressing up prostitutes and stabbing them in the leg or whatever. So she, yeah, what's he stabbed her in the leg with? I thought I was as thinking well. like a and in, and... Oh, he was cutting pictures, wasn't he? Maybe it was with the scissors. Oh, we got yeah, and we got so much to talk about with the pictures. Oh like we said it on the watch along. Like when when you get into Peyton's room and there's like a million pictures round, it's like how much blue tack did you use, and how long did it take you? Did you get like an eight hour window? You'd be so tired. No wonder he was wearing a wife beater. He was sweating out his t shirt, wasn't he? He's just knackered. I mean, they even have like her like a full body photo of just different one stuck together i'm like yo what the hell this is creepy yo seriously though he watched her go to school so he knows she was at school so he had that whole time frame to go and do whatever he's gonna do fucking creepy fuck. yeah that's that's true and he's down probably... at the xerox machine yeah. just like the people in there were like jesus mate sort of ah. <laughs> he probably did have about seven hours with her being at, at school so he's had yeah. time to prepare so yeah. 
yeah, so Peyton, Derek, uh, Lucas, Lucas trying to convince Peyton that something's wrong with Derek or, you know, so-called Derek. She doesn't believe it. She goes back to her place and uh, Lucas goes off to do whatever. And she gets a oh, wait, wait, you, message uh, online. Luke, oh, yes, yes, yes. My bad. Yeah, she, yeah. she gets messaged online and she uh, was like, "What the, you know, what's going on here? And then it says like <laughs> Lucas Scott or whatever. And there's a message there. It says, was it say nice ass or something like that? Nice ass. She, she said something like, Says so yeah, so it's something like I really, I really like your smile or something like that. And then she's, and then she's like, oh, what else do you like? And it's just like your ass. <laughs> and then she phones him. This is a smart move. This, this, this mm. sometimes happens too late in uh, in scary scenarios like this. But she makes a smart choice and she phones him and says, "All right, perv, you know, whatever, you, you know, saying these things to me." And he's like, "What are you talking about? That's not me. I'm not even online." And he was outside of the police station at the time wasn't he yeah so you know mm-hmm. even worse place to do it there um so she she knows it's definitely <laughs> not him and this freaks her out a bit so she decides she needs to go to see where Derek is is it is it him now this is where people do dumb things in programs like this because she goes alone and this mm-hmm. really winds me up so she goes alone she goes into the room and I think on the watch along I'm hiding in my hoodie by this point and um she's she's searching around the room and she opens up his computer and she types she presses the the letter y and it comes up twice and it's like an immediate alarm bell start ringing and she finds the note from ellie that was in her jacket pocket in that room and she's she's like not worn the jacket there or you know there's no way that note could be there without derek having taken it or having taken the jacket so she knows now she believes lucas and this is where derek appears and it's he's well done to him. He is like super fucking creepy. He's really creepy. and and I thought he was gonna say and ripped as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> How did you get in? <laughs> the door was open. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yes, it fucking was. <laughs> oh man, yeah, dude. He well, he did a total one eighty. Like when he first showed up, he does look like this innocent, nice loving brother and then it's like he did a 180 and i'm like yo okay that's a that's a fucking creep right there he did a really good job yeah and that the the actor's doing a great job of doing all of the like you know sort of creepy motions and uh and and i i thought what a, a slight mistake that peyton was doing there was she was just like trying to cut him off and just be like okay it's probably best you go now you know i'm going to be busy with school and whatever where i was thinking just be like hey i'm just going to go to the vending machine you want something cool and then just run and call the police right like just keep him sweet and just move um but she still she got out of there in enough time but then she goes to go back home right and then lucas no 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 lucas calls uh, and says that they've got him they've got Derek it's all good and she he he goes and sees her at the press conference and says you know oh the police have called they want me to go give a statement you stay here it's all good and then she's like yeah come to my house afterwards Dom at this point did you have any inkling it was a great twist that it's not the right Derek I remember watching it for the first time being like oh my god it's not the right Derek <laughs> It, were you were you twisted? No, it had to not be the right Derek, didn't it? We had to have that moment. 
I, I didn't know it would be the real Derek, which we find out at the end. I thought it would be a just like a random like old truck driver or something like that that they found. Just a Derek. Yeah, just a just a geezer called Derek. That... S- Steve Crump's dad. Yeah. Just a Derek. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I knew that they, they would have the wrong person because you know that's not how drama works you're not you're not going to be able to go oh yeah we got him and lucas go brilliant thanks very much lock him away see you later and just and leave it doesn't work that way so we had to have the the tension build to that moment and see that it wasn't him and know uh that something is about to go wrong uh and it was perfect it was really really well done really well put together this this part of the episode especially um and then when he appears as well because she's she's like i'm relaxed i can go into my house I don't need to worry and she gets inside and it just yeah the the creepiness level goes from you know about 10 to 100 so well when so he's there there's tension at the door she like maces him or pepper sprays him and he's like he's kind of invincible he kind of shakes that off he put he takes the wife beater off to break the glass to get in and then this you know so we get the reveal of, of of the tattoo and then we get the great you know for him following up the stairs and there's a great shot that again must have been on a crane or something that's like at the top and you're seeing her going up and sort of slipping and whatever and there's some really great camera moves here because as they're sort of scuffling and fighting there's a bit where i think Lucas comes in at a point, right, and he tases Lucas. And obviously there's the reveal of all of the pictures around the room, which is crazy and creepy and all the rest of it. Um, He's tasing Lucas, and it's tough because our boy's got a heart condition. I was about to say, can't you know? for his heart. <laughs> <laughs> right. Might fix it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, doesn't need to do 15 minutes. Why he put me in for the full game? I'm ready. <laughs> Just... Whitey has to tase him before every game. Just to... It's like pacemaker for him, isn't it? <laughs> but then as Lucas is down, uh, you know, because he's been tased, and uh, Derek is now being super creepy. Like, he's, like, pushed her up against uh, the door, and he's sort of, like, licking her face and stuff. But there's a really great camera move where it goes from the room and, like, goes round the wall and into the corridor because this must just be, like, a set. But it, it was it was a really good yeah. motion. I thought it was really great. And then we get real Derek comes in, and we think, okay, we're good here. We, you know, real Derek's going to handle it. Real Derek takes a little bit of a beating first off. It is psycho derek's got some hands yeah you know and some knees <laughs> yeah i mean derek was doing good though like it defending himself a little bit but i mean you see the size of psycho derek like he just he's like humongous compared to him and real derek i mean shit he's in decent shape too but like he has nothing on psycho derek it's kind of scary <laughs> This is so good. This would be like the ultimate Mortal Kombat. We've got Psycho Derek. We've got real Derek. Lucas just got tased. <laughs> Peyton's throwing a lamp at someone's head. Hey, at least she helped out and didn't just run, though. But if we are going to talk about camera angles, can we talk about the shot when it's that morning and they're at school and he's, like, standing on the bridge? Bro, of that course. was, like, brilliant, the way they did that. I was like, that is, like, creepy on the next level. It was awesome. I love that shot it's so good yeah i'm so glad you mentioned it because it it was it's honestly like that's t-shirt worthy to me 
<laughs> just, have, yeah. just, just to have like Peyton and Lucas walking towards you and then like you see him in the background <laughs> that's dope we should make that yeah. like there because like having that and it's like you have to look really close and there's little psycho Derek yeah. in the background yeah. that'd be awesome that's dope I'm gonna make that little screenshot <laughs> people people want it people need it I want it <laughs> <laughs> Okay, psycho Derek. Yeah. Like, mental note: psycho Derek t-shirts and hoodies. Um, yeah, great point, Jay. And then, uh, eventually, Derek, real Derek, and Lucas like sort of force him out the window. And then we get the shot of him sort of falling on the grass, um, which was again, it's like a different shot for One Tree Hill. You don't usually get that. You can tell that they put some time and you know special effects in and everything um and then the police come but psycho derek's gone he's he's no longer on there which he definitely could survive that like yeah, he, he landed on grass yeah it's not like he got his ass beat really he just got pushed out of a window and landed on some what looks to be very soft grass <laughs> we've all been there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta throw a couple stories on if you want to get hurt come on man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, like, let's talk about how he headbutted Peyton and she, like, flew across the room. Yeah, that gave me a headache just watching it. They did that so well. Yeah, I mean, we definitely also, it, there were rapey vibes oh. going on, right? Like, he was definitely going to, yeah. like, sexually abuse her, yeah. right? I don't understand what his end game was. Like, you come in trying to play her brother. What do you think? She's just going to magically want to be incestual with you i don't i, uh, I just don't understand the end game there and that creepy ass line that he said when they were in the hotel mm-hmm. room about i've always wanted to know what it'd be like to be inside of you like yeah that's so yeah. fucking gross so yeah. gross yeah he's such yeah, a creep that's so rough <laughs> so i was about to mention that it's like yeah it's so horrible yeah. so horrible yeah yeah it turns my we, stomach every well, time Ugh. But besides besides that, those points, the whole climax of that episode, so good. I mean, Dom, was you ever expecting this out of One Tree Hill? Um, what did you think of it? And then what do you think is to come? I thought teenage pregnancies would be about, you know, the, the sum of this kind of program. We have brothers murdering brothers. You know, <laughs> we've got, uh, like crazy people going into schools with guns you know all sorts of things happening and now we got like a super crazy person chasing this girl that he's like besotted with like it's probably uh, obsessed is definitely the word and yeah i I never ever expected this i kind of feel like he's coming for lucas now that's that's the mission you've 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 ruined my opportunity to win over peyton and make her love me I need to come for you now. And he's going to come for Lucas in some way. Get that old taser out. <laughs> I mean, that's how you would win me over. Decorate my whole room and nothing but photos of me and give off that rapey vibe. Yeah, you got me. Let's do this. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, that's how most love stories start. I, I thought, so. <laughs> well, We'll find out, Tom. We'll find out. Well, Jay, what we need to find out uh, before before you go is what your judgments are. Uh, Dom and I can't give ours yet because we have 
uh, another Raven coming on uh, in about five minutes. But we need to know yours so that we can take it into the final judgments. So who would you say your favorite performer was of the episode? Oh, man, that's rough. Um, I didn't think about this. Oh, shit. Favorite performer? I'll go with Derek, honestly. Like, whatever the hell his real name is, I don't know. But he did such a phenomenal... Matt, Matt Barr. Yeah, he did such a phenomenal job at playing that creep. That would be my performer. Good choice. Yeah, good choice. You ask the next one, Dom. Just take turns. Well, we're going from performer to character. So who's your favorite character of the episode? My favorite character, I'm going to go with Nathan. You know, he always turns around and surprises you, you know? And it's like, we know who he is. We know the type of person that he is. But, I mean, he has these little lash outs. But then he always comes back and he makes you really, like, just love him that much more. Definitely. For real. It's a really good, good way of summarizing nathan to be fair i think that's exactly what he's like yeah what about your favorite background performer one line or less so it's the very first scene when lucas and karen are at the hospital so you have lucas and karen right here and then to the right of karen is a pregnant chick and she's flipping through a magazine and she just looks miserable like she's about to pop and I was just imagining her thinking like my deadbeat baby daddy's probably out there banging hoes or something I'm sitting here ready to pop like get this fucking thing out of me <laughs> that is the best background you've given them a whole plot line like I need to see that spin off that could be a whole show <laughs> uh, uh, perfect perfect uh, did you have a favorite song from the episode? Well, there was only one song, if I remember correctly, and it's uh, City of Devils by Yellow Card. So let me go with that one. Good choice. Nice. And what about a favorite line? My favorite line is going to be when Psycho Derek asks real Derek, who the hell are you? And he says, I'm a brother, bitch. Who the hell are you? <laughs> That'd be the one. That's that's a good line. That followed by the, uh, I think Lucas said something like, "No, or did Derek say something?" One of them said, uh, "There's not enough. There's only enough room in Peyton's life for one one guy yeah, or something." Was, uh, Psycho Derek said that, and Lucas was like, "No way!" With his broody self <laughs> and his squinty eyes. <laughs> Someone tase me again. Get my heart starting. Now I'm going to really, really beat you up. Every day with you, Peyton's like being tased over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, your turn, Dom. And, well, we're here, aren't we? Isn't this the... This is the the moment, the climax. Yeah, come on, you do it. You do it. Come on. I might give you this, a turn. Come this on. This is your thing. The precious. <laughs> precious. <laughs> rating jay before we had this conversation did you have a number in did you have a number in mind and if so did it increase decrease or stay the same i had a number in mind and it stayed the same ah oh, i'm so definite on what my number is i reckon yours is going to be the same i really hope dom doesn't ruin it tonight but, okay so <laughs> this would just this would just be you and then we'll take it into the final judgments after three one, two, three. Nine. Ooh. 
give us some give us some reasoning and then let us know whether you would concede to go down or or up either way so i was gonna go with a 10 because for obvious reasons but i'm giving it a nine just because i don't really care for the brooke nick stuff or the rachel stuff i could really do without that but like all the Nathan and Haley stuff was solid. The Psycho Derek stuff was solid. So there was just a few factors that brought it down for me. But it would have been a 10 if it hadn't have been for that. And if if we had three other 10s, would you go up to a 10 or are you yeah, stuck at a 9? I'd, I'd go to a 10, no problem. Okay, but you wouldn't go to an 8? No, I don't think so. Definitely not 8-worthy. I think it's a 9 all the way. Or a 10. But Excellent. Perfect. Well, Jay, as always, it's been a pleasure to to see you, to catch up with you, to speak with you. It always just feels so natural and just like we've known you forever. So we really appreciate your support. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me on. It's been great. You've been brilliant. You always you always bring a, a, a new sort of like edge it's almost like a fresh pair of eyes every time that you're on so it's it's fantastic and thank you so much for joining us it's it's great and you've been hilarious as well so i try what do you say (laughs) all right fellas well stay stay safe and we'll speak to you soon all right you too guys peace take care see you later bye we are back and we are here with a more recent raven but they've just shot up straight there we're talking hall of fame legend new friend we're honoured to be joined by Ed. Ed, we're going by Ed? Yeah, let's go by Ed. Yep. Ed, you're here. Welcome. How's it going? Man, great. Glad to be with y'all. Like I, like I said, I've been so excited waiting for this day. And can I admit, I went straight to uh, Raven status just so that I can mock out and, and just mark out and be here with y'all because... I found this podcast. Um, I was listening to the other one. What's it? The little ladies, the the uh, Tree Hill Talk, Drama Queens. Oh, oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, this sucks. Um, let me see if we can find another option. And just by accident, I ran across y'all because I like to when I watch shows, I like to have a companion pod, and, and man. Just by the grace of God, I ran across your show. Because what I didn't like about their show is just jabbing on about nothing. And I'm like, look, I care about this show. You know, not what's going on with you, per se. I'm sort of different than most fans. I do care about some behind-the-scenes stuff, but, you know, it was just going on too much. And when I found you, fellas, like, you just spoke to my spirit, like with the the pettiness, the the uh, fighting. That's all friendly as guys do. You know, like guys throw throw barbs at one another, and it just doesn't really matter. It's just a part of us. And so you spoke to my heart, man. I benched. I reached out to Simon. I was like, hey, man, I'm at this point. I'm at this point. And now I feel like I ran through your back catalog on the show and couple of months and now i'm here but i will admit that even though i'm a raven now i really still move like a pigeon you know like <laughs> i'm still a pigeon man so <laughs> i'm a raven 
by name. <laughs> it's okay for y'all to still um, call me a pigeon. Like, I wait for the episodes to come out with the rest of the pigeons, you know. Like, I don't go behind the paywall and listen to them too much. Um, so yeah, man, I'm 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 still a, a skanky, dirty pigeon, man. Just you know, I'm a fake baby. <laughs> and and firstly, I'm gonna jump in here. I have to say, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you, and you you are you're a legend already. It's <laughs> 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 brilliant. This is what a great way to introduce yourself to the podcast. Fantastic. It's so nice to meet you and get to get to get to talk to you as well because. Uh, like you've been everybody sort of goes through simon first for the most part mm-hmm. um, because we're scared to talk to you dumb like <laughs> be the guy to ruin this journey for you like I'm, I'm telling you man that's pressure right there i gotta wash my mouth today as y'all can see i talk too much but i better be careful and better not ruin this for everybody because man i would just have to go off the grid you know good thing i'm over here in mississippi so you know Ed, I think I don't know how this has happened, but I think you're my new favorite person. <laughs> like you just, this is perfect. I, I love the fact that you're you're a Hall of Fame Raven, but you're just claiming that pigeon status. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's in my DNA. I'm a pigeon. It's like a pigeon with a raven badge on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, I got to support my boys, you know, just can't get all this free content for nothing. And then I'm telling you, it, it hurts out here meeting a pigeon. You waiting for that day. Once you have listened to everything, you're like, damn, I need more and I don't have anything. I can't go listen to the drama queens. Like, I mean, what am I going to do? So um, I've, I've started listening to the movie stuff. I even listened to the Dawson Creek stuff. You know I was desperate. Like, I was like, I need to listen to Tommy. And it sucks when I listen to that because I don't have dumb. But I do love the other co-hosts. And, and actually, uh, I reached out to her yesterday on Instagram, and she's awesome uh, as well, you know. But hey, dumb, you're, you're so You're so kind, man. You are so kind. And uh, we're just really, really grateful for you you enjoying it like we the fact that people listen to it and like it is just um is overwhelming to us so we're just super happy that you like it and so happy for your support but we need we need to find out more about you ed we need to find out more about our new best friends so (laughs) tell it tell us your top your top five shows of all time and you don't have to include one tree hill you get that as a granted okay sweet i i got notes y'all i got Let's go. It's coming oh prepared. I came prepared. Like, I've listened to this show a time or two. I know how it goes. Um, so, my shows are The Wire, which I think that oh. he likes, uh, The Office, Cobra Kai, um, yes. Boondocks. Do y'all know that show? It's a cartoon. Um, I Yeah, I've, se- I've seen some of it, yeah. Yeah, and... Man, on my last show, it's tough. I, you know, unlike you all, I do love the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And this list, I put shows that I listen to repeatedly, or watch repeatedly. So I, I had to put Jessica Jones from uh, the Marvel Cinematic 
universe, but I do love all of those, and I would encourage you guys to watch it. It's a great story. Like, it's continuous, everything tied together. It has drama and all that crap that you love, Simon. So people die and all that. So I mean, it's been great. You will love it. I'm telling you. But I will say it does have a shaky start, but it's continuous. I mean, comics and um, soap operas basically go hand in hand. I, I've been telling my wife that for years, and so now she loves uh, like comic book stuff. But yeah, those those are my five. And that that's that's a great five. Uh, Jessica Jones, it, it started on Netflix, right? I'm mm. assuming it's on Disney Plus now. Uh, it's dead now. Like it's still on Netflix. Um, money politics uh, is the reason why. But like it's a, a great show uh, um, around a female um, character. She has a lot of issues, and the great thing about the MCS shows. MCU shows, they can stand alone and be great. So if you just went and watched that, it'll tease you to try to go say, oh, I may need to watch this too. But it's it's great storytelling, and it has a lot of the um, (laughs) things that you all like. So, yeah. Ed, I have to say, uh, like, firstly, you're the first person we've had on that also likes The Wire, I think. Maybe the second. But The Wire is amazing. I will, I, I've got all of them. I'll have to lend them to Simon so he can watch them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for the, the Marvel stuff, I, I do like Marvel. I enjoy Marvel. It's, what? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mar- me, Marvel's, yeah. Marvel, uh, I, I really like Marvel and, and all of that. And um, I've watched, I've definitely watched the first season of Jessica Jones. I'm not mm-hmm. sure I've, I've watched season two or three. Um, but I've definitely watched the first one because I watched um, all of Daredevil. And then I went straight from Daredevil into Jessica Jones because it kind of fits. And then there's the, what's the big guy's name? Luke Cage. Luke mm. Cage, yes. Yeah. So I watched a bit of Luke Cage as well. So, yeah, I'm on I'm on that wave as well, Ed. Don't worry, I'm there. You know what's kind of scary, Dom? I never realized this till right now. You sound just like the villain on freaking Jessica Jones, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, I never thought about it till right now. That is scary to me. I'm the I'm the villain of this podcast. So. <laughs> I always knew that. He's I was always of, aware that he was villainous. He sort of favors the fella too. Oh my god, <laughs> mind blown. So, and Cobra Kai, Ed. I love Cobra Kai, and so does mm-hmm. Dom. Um, so good. You, you are you up to date with it? Yes, yes, sir. How about you, Dom? You caught up? I I watched it. So the week it was released over here, I watched it in one day. The, the, the latest season. Well, we were like, um, I think we were on vacation in Orlando and we watched it, um, most of it there. But yeah, it's it's such a great show. It's fun, you know? And speaking of villains, like, you know, from the 80s, they tried to paint, um, uh, what is the character? God, doggy, the main character, Johnny, as the villain back in the day but it it shows you that show shows you so much how the duality of life how some people can be put in a role but you just because you're in that role you don't know why people take certain paths in their lives you know like just like the the young girl that like scarred up uh, Daniel Son's daughter you know Uh, she's not really a bad girl but it's just you know happen and opportunities can put you in bad spots you know it's just 
I, that's what I love most about that show, you know, showing both sides of, of a story. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's, and it's written so well in that way that you get all of those different perspectives. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what about a movie that you love that is not good? <laughs> Man, I thought about this one a lot. And there's so many movies I could pick that I really love. But I'm going to go with uh, this movie called um, Cruel Intentions. You know that movie? Of course. It's sort of... Sarah Michelle Geller. Uh, yeah. What's his name? What's the guy's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it had that Verve song at the end. Yeah. And he, get, and he gets hit by the car. I just remembered. Oh, my God. They had so much sidewalk they could have fought on. But, you know... <laughs> I was like, man, I was so pissed. But, yeah, it went out. <laughs> he went out like a G, you know. Uh, was an asshole the whole movie. Uh quite honest but i love one of my my best friends she tells me that i love the villain and i do love a good villain that's why i probably love dumb now because i see him as a villain now since i see the purple man whenever i look at him now but it's it's okay um that movie it does sort of suck in some ways so that's it's always been one of my favorite movies though I, i love it i love it yeah, I, I I remember watching it. Um, how old would we have been when that came out? Probably oh, like T. Yeah, because I'm old, man. Like, I'm, <laughs> in comparison to y'all, you know, I'm probably the oldest uh, pigeon to come on here. I mean, slash Raven, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, that's, but that just means you've got the wisdom and experience to be able to kill the other pigeons, you know. Yeah. So, when I was looking up like some uh, things about the episode we're gonna cover today, I turned twenty-seven like the day after this episode aired. So, oh nice, it's, that shows you how old I am. Number one, <laughs> number two, it also um, just led me realize you know i guess it was fate for us to cover this episode you know like when i first reached out uh to uh simon about it i saw it was some big big time true ravens that asked for the uh <laughs> episode that i wanted so i was like ah oh, that ain't gonna worry right down you know pigeon. let me get on another one <laughs> and so Simon was like you know I, I was like this still available I was like oh man I don't care I just want to come talk to my boys I don't give a damn I'll make it work and it just see you see how fate works you know man I was born to, like you know close to being born you lay down the road you know the date from this Aaron you know so yeah see how fate works out <laughs> I do, are you we need you in 2025 ed if we don't if we can't we need you I already there talked to my wife about it. I already talked to the thing is this gonna be the issue now my wife like we got two kids we have an eight-year-old and the one-year-old oh my one-year-old she is from hell boy i swear she is bad but um if i could get my wife to leave these kids like in atlanta which isn't that far from um, North Ca- North Carolina, right? Um, mm-hmm. That's like um, probably like a halfway spot. We could drop those kids, and my wife would let us get away from. Them. She's so attached to her babies. We will come. 
and I will be there with you. She loves One Tree Hill with her heart. She is a raven and don't even know it. And she loves Dawson Creek, dude. Like, that's her favorite show. Dawson Creek, it does. Ugh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we'll, we'll be there, man. Yeah, I would be great to meet you in person and uh, and and your wife and yeah, that'd be fantastic. Uh, Ed, you, you must on. you must have heard that Simon's going to take all like with the exception of one, he's going to take all his pop funkos. Whether I'm I'm going to uh, I'm yeah. just going to tell everyone you were the first person to arrive and you're getting all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really don't believe that Simon can get unattached from him. I think he's just talking. That's He's just, you know, get he's people all, show he's up. Funny. He's yeah, funny. man. He's attached, you know. Because if I'm like, oh, I want the Lucas one. Like, oh, Lucas ain't going. You know, he already said that. So, <laughs> he's just talking. He's lying. He's got, you, he's got you figured out, Simon, already. Right. <laughs> man, I know you guys now, you know. Simon, Simon is so rough on himself. I want to tell you, I, he will tell you from time to time. I shoot him messages, just like, man, you the man, because it's true. Like, I mean, look at all that y'all do and the happiness that y'all bring to people that you don't even know. You know, so I mean, think about that. Then, like on the last uh, episode I listened to, uh, Simon was like, "I got a moon head." I'm like, "Come on, brother." Like, <laughs> You frying know, pan. <laughs> yeah, frying pan. Yeah, don't make it any better. He's like, yeah, old moon head, you know, moon head motherfucker. I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I love y'all, man. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> oh my god, Ed, this whole thing is gonna be the intro of the next oh, season. God, I'm actually <laughs> Well, I'm telling you, man. I'm just telling you, brother. You gotta lift yourself up, man. There's too many out there. Like, like the day when Tommy was talking about um, having to let somebody go. Oh, dumb! You were so savage that day. Man. <laughs> I'm just trying to make you feel better, but I, I do it in such a horrible way. <laughs> I know you're funny. You you guys are, are too funny. I'm, I'm telling you, more people need to know about this podcast. Like. I, I swear, I will get you some fans because y'all are crazy. Like I'm, I'm telling you, you guys are funny. <laughs> well, you're you're too you're too kind, Ed. That actually made me laugh to the point that I stopped breathing for a minute there. So, <laughs> but wait, we need we need to know more about you. So how how did you discover One Tree Hill to begin with? Did, is it something like you like your wife introduced you to, or you just saw it on TV, or how did that go? My wife and my best friend. Um, but primarily my wife. Um, like I said, that oh six year, um, man, that was a great year. I met my wife that year. We started shacking up that year, and uh, and hey, we're we're here to uh, together now. Um, zoom forward. Uh, we've been married uh, ten years now, and so oh, congratulations. So with that, uh, that that's a show that I would never watch on my own. You know, let's let's be real. And so, <laughs> but I like to, when there are things that, you know, let's say if I'm just dabbling in, I want to know more about it. So I took the initiative to catch up and, and watch it all. And, and then um, I remember us watching the 
finale and all that stuff um, when it aired, you know. Um, so yeah, um, I owe that all to her. And I owe her um, pushing me through Dawson's Creek as well. Oh, Lord. So, <laughs> okay, wait, hang on. So, so it's like it's a special show. It's like a shared mm-hmm. show um, in with you and your wife. So that always adds some more like gravity to it, which which is great. I mean, if if you were to pick, what would you say your favorite season is, and who would you say your overall favorite character is? I'm going to say my favorite season is season two, and mm. to say that my favorite character definitely. Uh, um, why am I drawing a blank here? It's Nathan. Nathan. Yeah, it's Nathan. Yeah. Uh, and so Nathan, he speaks to me. I love basketball. As you can see, I have my Memphis Grizzly, North Carolina Tar Heel there. Um, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace. That's my favorite athlete for all times. I, um, I was close in age with him. And, and so that uh, he's the reason why I love the sport of basketball. And so that one element of the show definitely spoke to me. And, you know, <laughs> no, I like Lucas, too. Don't get me wrong. But I, I guess because Nathan, you know, is just a superior player, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's that's why Mouth never gets picked as anyone's favorite player. Everyone's favorite character. Yeah, he knows <laughs> yeah. He knows where it's at. He's on the bleachers. He's cool in the game. But, um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, well, let's let's talk about this episode because this episode is crazy. So, I mean, we had we've we had uh, we had a Raven on before, and we've sort of gone through we've basically gone through it but we so what but it's just perfect now because we can just get get your opinions on the bits that you're interested in talking about i mean firstly psycho Derek as a character i mean how <laughs> how do you feel about him mm, man i i mean of course i don't like him i mean um great reveal in this episode about the truth um but yeah, I mean, he's a weirdo. And honestly, when I <laughs> I had to Google this, because I was like, man, I think I've seen this fella before. You know who I thought he was? I thought he was um, Sunshine from Remember the Titans. Y'all have seen that movie? Uh, no. Okay, well, it's it's a good movie. Um, it's a Disney movie. It's on Disney Plus. But like, there's this character called Sunshine and. uh He's a quarterback of the football team. It's Denzel Washington movie. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he favors the guy, but he's not the guy. But, yeah, no, he, he sucks. Uh, weird. What more to say? What he we the the end of the episode it sort of we were saying it's very reminiscent of like the movie Scream with like you know running <laughs> up the stairs and she's tripping and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and we're getting you know he's like just put all these pictures up around the room like he's really gone to town making copies and printing all this time. stuff off and everything how did he have time to do that 
We we don't know, but I'm hoping he had some like coupons or vouchers or something. Because I reckon he spent a fortune in printing costs and the environment. I mean, that's like a whole rainforest in there. Yeah, you're right. I actually work. Oh, it's funny you said the environment. I work for an organization called Keep Tennessee Beautiful. It's a part of Keep America Beautiful environmental um, organization. And so, yeah, that dude, he killed some trees that day, definitely. he's he's a a nut so and you know what else comes to mind with that with the uh ending is uh halloween you know uh Mm -hmm. like okay this dude is superman you know so yeah they they went to another uh genre with this episode you know the horror deal and Peyton, uh, she did a good job. Yeah, and I and Dom, the score was different. The John Nordstrom beautiful score was uh, was adapted, you know, to be less One Tree Hill and to be more like that sort of teen horror movie. What did you think of that? Yeah, it it was great. It actually, it, it had a real kind of movie vibe to it, like a really creepy <laughs> sort of movie vibe. And they, I think, this is the. The, like the first time I've seen it like pulled off really well particularly you know as as we've come through One Tree Hill and I guess like the fear of being cancelled and not having the show running anymore they they always have these like moments where they try and do something quite big but this is for me this is like one of the biggest moments so far you know with, with the exception of you know the main, main man Keith getting killed this is this is like one of the craziest episodes I've I've seen and <laughs> It's just nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But it, yeah, they put it together so well, and the, the movie vibe is is so good. It is like Scream, exactly like that. And the tension in the in it is is so well well done as well. Yeah, yeah. It it was great. It was um, great for what it's worth, I guess so you could say. Well, Ed, Ed, you just gave a little kiss to the sky because of our man, Keith. I mean, um, how did you feel about his, his unfortunate demise? Oh, man, I will. I can't be fake on here. I must be honest with y'all. I never was the biggest Keith fan because I love Dan so much. That was terrible when what went down. I mean, come <laughs> on, man. Kill your own brother. Ah. Oh. Man, but I promise, like, when I first started watching the show, I was like, oh, this Keith guy. It, and I know I'm in this for minority year because I know you guys love Keith to death. Uh, but yeah, I think it's like you got to remember, like I said, I love the villain, and you can't get any better than Dan, man. But Dan, come on, dude. like, oof. Just, just terrible, a terrible act. But yeah, I mean, Keith, he definitely had his value, you know, to the show. But like, I, I guess that goes with like, uh, it's, it's funny. Another thing that you all said on the Dawson's Creek um, pod, y'all were talking about the bro code. Oh, mm-hmm. the bro code is real. It's real. So, uh, Keith wrote the bro code. He got that. That was, woo. So he deserved it. 
No, he didn't deserve that. <laughs> he could have just whooped his ass or something, you know. <laughs> the thing is, Dan probably couldn't can couldn't beat up Keith. So, you know, he had to take it to the pistol, I guess. You know, I guess he just took it to the street. <laughs> you know, but um Dan is a big guy, but you know, that's a little brother, you know. Mm. I mean, I'm pretty sure Keith and whooped his ass several times over the years. And wasn't afraid, but we just didn't know how crazy Dan ass is, and you know, I mean, now R.I.P. So, just it. But the, but the, pro- the problem is though, Ed, right? Is if you're Keith and there's a roaring fire and there's a fur rug and then Deb is on it, he didn't have a choice. He's a dead man walking like this. It's like a tractor beam. He was just pulled. He couldn't do nothing. Yeah, it's Deb's fault. Yeah, and and we could talk about Deb too. I mean, she, <laughs> but you know, I know that's another favorite of y'all, so, so I see why. <laughs> but I mean, Deb Deb isn't innocent in the whole situation, but the girl got problems, man. Like she got problems as we saw in this episode. <laughs> boy, 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 boy. Do y'all want to talk about Deb? Please, yeah. yeah. Dev, to stay sober. Oh my God, she let me down in this episode, uh, especially being a big fan of Nathan's. I mean, I felt so sorry for that boy. Not, not just Deb, and and I know I'm going to get hate for this. Haley too. Like, I felt like she was very. Um, she could have went to the man press conference. Come on. Uh, I rewatched it yesterday. And one thing that I noticed that was so funny to me was if you watch this episode, she walked around that whole episode with a hair pinned up looking just stringy, whatever. And then as soon as he said what he said at the press conference, all of a sudden the hair is flowing again. She's ready for the rain now. You know what I'm saying? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but up until that point, she was looking awful. She was just walking in the moo moo. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I just, that's tr- that's terrible, man. That's terrible. But she, she wasn't there for a boy. Like, he was there, been there for her when, you know, she was rock star Haley Scott, you know? But whatever. For real, yeah. that, that's what surprise that surprises me that you're that season two is your favorite because of her terrible behavior in season two, which Dom and I got a lot of heat for for calling her out on on that. Y'all keep it real. I mean, sometimes you're gonna you know, um, sometimes the characters are gonna do bad things, you know. Uh, but you guys don't sugarcoat it unless it's um, Simon with. Uh, his boy, you know. Other than that, uh, you you do get your boy. You, you know, you talk about Lucas when he does bad things. But um, I will say, season two, <laughs> I think I how shows can have levels, you know, and then as it changes, that's like, for me, just the period state of the show there, you know, um, doing what they do just so I avoid spoilers, they're doing what they do in the purest form of the show. And one of the, I think that's one of the funniest moments for me too, is when uh, <laughs> maybe 
this is season three, but I think it's in season two. And Nathan walks in class with the beer and he like goes off on the teacher. I swear that had me rolling. But um, you also got, like I said, remember, I love the villain. And so, you know, Nathan, he, he, he can be an ass, you know, from time to time. But he is pretty much a good person. Um, and But I love the fact that it shows he's not squeaky clean that he's never been that so but he he keeps it real even in this episode he does and his mom she let him down man well there's one thing simon mentioned before and then i i kind of tried to steal the thunder a little bit was with nathan he did he he can't handle sometimes he can't handle information like straight away Mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't react well doesn't know how to control his emotions and has to get himself away from the situation and i think sometimes that's a good thing but he doesn't he doesn't he's never like explained that to Haley. he just disappears mm-hmm. goes away thinks about it mm-hmm. da- has interactions with dan thinks to himself i don't want to be like you and then becomes the better man and and that's what i love about nathan so do you kind of feel that same sort of vibe from him yes because i do that too like my wife would tell you I'm not, you know, it's two types of people. They're going to yell and, ah, you know, especially in relationships. That's not me. I I hate that. I'm not that guy. Uh, I would rather step away because, like, there's no in-between for me. I'm either here or there. And so that would be good, especially for a romantic relationship. So he probably stepped away to go calm down, think about it. And when he could come back and talk to her in a reasonable manner versus like, uh, let's say like, you know, Lucas and um, what's her name? Brooke, they fight all the time, man. You you get tired of seeing that same old story or whatever. Um, I know people need that for these type of shows, uh, but you got to have another way of doing things. And clearly Nathan has had more successful relationships than uh Lucas, so <laughs> maybe a uh, reason, and maybe that's why I like Nate is because you like what you can relate to, you know. Uh, and you know, even though you know he's a white fella, but it's it's just uh, characteristics. We're more than a color, you know. Uh, I hope you are, you know, <laughs> or anybody. So uh, I guess that's why I can relate to him. For sure, and having that relatability makes you invest in the show so much further. That's why I know that everyone besides me doesn't seem to like Lucas, but that is what drew me into it initially because I like identify My wife loves with him. Um, My wife, she right. she loves um, Lucas, man. Lucas Scott, you know, but you know, pretty boy, you know, with the crazy eyes and the funny, funky look. Oh, he's also a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He plays an asshole in the show, uh, um, Agent Carter. So, yeah, that, that'll that get Simon to the universe right there. Yeah. <laughs> Easy man with that. Easy yeah. But he plays a totally different role uh, than what you're used to because I've seen him in, in other things, too, man. Have y'all seen, like, Fruitville? Station, isn't that the name of it? 
Yeah, fruitless. No, is that the Michael B? Is that yeah. Michael B. Jordan? Yeah, I, I ha- it's on my list. I really want to see it. I know it's like really acclaimed. It's, it's good. It's a great movie, and uh, Lucas is in it. So I'm. He's a very rangeful actor. Uh, um, great actor, but he always has to do that look. Uh, yeah, like he's smelt some bad gas or something, you know. Like he <laughs> it. Uh, that's just his thing, you know. Um, he's also in like a Tyler Perry movie. He's like, <laughs> I don't know if y'all know Tyler Perry, but like the Medea yeah, family thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Medea. I mean, God bless him, Tyler Perry. It's good that he's getting that money, but I. Hey, that, like most of his movies is pretty much like the same damn movie, you know. But anyways, he, I guess like he was like, "Oh, I can get a Shamar more here. Let me get get him in here, you know, and do his little I think." You know, he loves the. Acting. He was really. He was really good in uh, Gone Girl. He played like the um, the lawyer, right? Didn't he? Uh, I think he was in that movie. Thank you, right? But he. Yeah, he was with the glasses. Yeah. I remember. And I know Dom loves uh, Star Trek. He was in one of those. Mm-hmm. All he needed was his dress. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> wait, you wait, know. You know wait, wait, oh. oh, I'm getting a little echo now. Oh no, it's gone. Okay, um, Ed, the you, it's so funny. You know, you're saying about. Uh, relating to characters, when uh, when I was a kid, I loved the movie Demolition Man. Have you seen that one <laughs> with uh, with Sylvester Stallone and Wesley Snipes? Mm-hmm. And I loved Wesley Snipes' character. His name was Simon as well. He was Simon Phoenix, and I loved it. Loved it so much. I was probably about maybe seven or something when when it came out. When did it come out? Probably mid nineties, yeah. maybe seven or eight. And it was and it was my it was time for me to go and get my hair cut. Oh. So my dad took me to the to the hairdressers and um and they were like, Oh, what what do you want? And I said, I want Wesley Snipes' hair from Demolition Man and this like middle aged white woman had to explain to me how it's not possible for me to, you know, have Afro hair. <laughs> I was like heartbroken. I was like, "What do you mean? Make yeah. it happen? Is that not why I'm here?" Kids, Marty. Yeah. <laughs> Kids don't understand that type of stuff. Like, <laughs> hey, when if I get like my son a box of crayons and he's coloring, you know, he's like, "Oh, I'm this color," you know. I mean, you're just a little kid, you know. It's it's sad how I guess as we get older that. Thing, that innocence sort of changes, you know. Uh, it's good. This is not. It's not sad. Maybe that's the wrong word to use. I guess it's like we just. I always say that people can't respect each other's differences, you know. Uh, and that could just not just doesn't have to be color. It could be opinion, you know. And that's a, a really terrible thing about our world, especially over here in the states where we live. Oh boy, it is. And I live in the South. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy sometimes. Well, I think I think you're totally right. I think and I think it is sad in a way because I think little like little kids mm-hmm. um have that innocence and just like love and actually and respect for other people and you know how all hatred is learnt behavior and taught, right? And so whether that's being from 
certain media that's going in or from the people that are around around you etc etc it's like it that goes in as you get older and then the hatred and segregation and all that you know horrible yeah. stuff yeah. um but you're totally right um you know people need to respect everybody's differences and, re- and know that people aren't the same and that's a beautiful thing and we just need to you know have those conversations and just enjoy and you know love one another out here ed making high flyer moments on your first episode <laughs> they should have went here in simon oh boy i bet your head was so big when you were little because you said on the last one of the last episodes so they should have went ahead and just fucked your head up and gave you that cut and you would have been so happy <laughs> that's what i wanted and then and then dom you could have got your hair like sylvester stallone and we could have had a fight in the future there we go there we go yeah that movie oh boy it was crazy like you remember the sex scene they had oh you want to have sex and you're like yeah you know yeah just i remember that that the, sh- the shells as well yeah <laughs> free seashells right. <laughs> right 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 but yeah, man, you pulled me back. I'll, I'll have to go revisit that because sometimes you revisit those movies and sometimes they don't stand up, you know? I think that one will. Yeah. That's classic. <laughs> it's, on my, it's, on, it's on my shelf. It's got, yeah, it's right here on the shelf. Oh. That was, there we go. That's what yeah. I wanted. That's it. I, want, I wanted that haircut. <laughs> well i who who else have we got here just actually just this is a bit off topic of this episode because he wasn't even in it but we find that marvin mouth mcfadden seems to split people so just interested how do you feel about mouth as a character <laughs> uh it uh, doesn't really matter to me i guess uh <laughs> uh I, I guess he just doesn't. He has better days to come, I'll say, uh, without being spoilerific. But I, I do think that it sucks. Like, uh, what's the little girl? Uh, is Gigi? Yeah, Gigi. I need to be all over that man. He's messing up. <laughs> <laughs> the boy need to know his lane. You know what I'm saying? Like he up here trying to get with. Uh, uh, Rachel, you know, uh, isn't that her name, Rachel? Yeah, and, and yeah. Brooke, right? And Brooke too. Come yeah, on. dude, shooting for the moon out here. But <laughs> no, I mean, place, nothing's wrong with Gigi though. You know, come on, dude. You, that's, uh, you know, come on, that's that's you uh, right there. But hey, we all know people like that. You know, <laughs> stay in your lane, mouth. <laughs> Stay in your lane. Love it. And what what about Peyton? Like we we've gone back and forth on Peyton. How do you feel about her as a character? Too dumb. But I will say rewatching this with Dom, I've been trying to like rewatch it on the on Dom schedule so that I don't get too far ahead. Um you know, remembering certain things. I, you know, uh, you know, old me looking at it now, watching her, she's, man, always the victim, number one. I feel so sorry for her. Like, this episode right here is like, come on, what more can happen to this girl? And so, 
um, you feel sorry for her. I feel sorry for her with this little love triangle too, you know. Um, it just sucks. Now she's my uh, wife's favorite character uh, on the show. But so, you know, that is what it is. I guess I probably hated her just because my wife loves her so much, you know. But yeah. She she can be annoying that and especially like early on. Oh man, poor girl, like always sad. I but I, I have an issue with people that are sad all the time because that's not my spirit. So we I can conflict with people like that. I can see that. That's yeah. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Were you going to say something, Dom? Oh, I was going to. It's a great way of describing. It. I think your wife, as you mentioned, your wife likes uh, Lucas and Peyton, so she's a what I call pucus fan. Um, so you know, I guess we we've got to have them in the world, I suppose. But yeah, they're they're, they're two I would they're they're two people I would avoid. I'd rather hang out with Mouth and Gigi, to be fair. <laughs> Man, Gigi seems like she'll get drunk with you. You know, like. <laughs> Cool as hell. That's probably what's wrong with Mouth. You know, he, he don't know what to do with that. He's like, oh man, I need some crazy ass girl like Brooke or, or Rachel. You know what I'm saying? But, Show him the ropes. Yeah, yeah. And, and another thing to note for Simon, my wife also loves Joey Potter and uh, and the great uh, Pacey Witter. Oh. But Joe, Joey Potter is always referred to as Little Joey Potter, and she refers to herself as that. Oh, Little Joey Potter is going to go read a book. Oh, Little Joey Potter is going to go and get in a kayak and go down the thing. I, I, I enjoyed Dawson's Creek. I've enjoyed it, but it's um, I'm watching them. It, it's a sl- it's, it's a, it's a little bit more melodramatic i'd say than one tree hill um but i do get into it i find myself it takes me a minute to start it and then when i start it i'll watch like 10 episodes like in quick succession and i'm then i'm really enjoying it but but you don't you don't like it Ed? the show infuriates me because i like dawson. and like really the show ain't about dawson at all it's about joey like like it should be joey's creek like I mean, Dawson's name on this out here misleading people. So, um, they shit on Dawson, man, like, all the time. <laughs> I mean, Dawson is <laughs> just <laughs> the most hated ever. And I think I'm his only, like, uh, fan on earth, you know, because people. I like him. I like y'all him. Y'all always say that, but your actions tell. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah y'all hate Dawson man but like I said I'm, I'm gonna let <laughs> you finish the show and then we'll talk about it uh, at a later time Simon like we'll just have to you know zoom up and, and talk about that sh- yeah but Dawson man boy y'all hate that boy uh, <laughs> and act like you know act like this D student out here just the best person on the world Pacey like, like, man. <laughs> That's that Mighty Ducks, though. He carries over from the Mighty Ducks, you know. I get, so. it. I get it. You know, you had your ties. I mean, the dude, the dude does have swag. Pacey got swag. I give him that. And Dawson 
get the big nerd, you know. So that's probably why I like Dawson because I'm I grew up a nerd. I know how he feels, and like man, he just want this one thing, and it just keeps losing him. Poor guy, man. That's you don't feel sorry for him. Yeah, it's the whole mouth and Gigi situation <laughs> all over again. Man, man, more like uh, baby mouth and Brooke. <laughs> man, yeah, poor Dawson. Shut up, man. I mean, I love you, brother. You know, great person. <laughs> he, is, he is a good person. <laughs> like my my wife and I, we watched the um, season four. Uh, cause you're in season five now, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. So we watched this season four prom episode last night, dude. I got so damn depressed. I was like, "This is terrible." Like, but then what was so funny? My wife was going to bed, and I said, "Look, I listened to their pod about the second half of season four. Nobody gave a damn that Dawson got dumped at the prom. Y'all didn't even touch on it." Pretty much, like it was just oh, you know, Joey. Oh, you know, like boy, these these folks hate Dawson. <laughs> that I this is so perfect. Oh, Lex listens to this podcast, so I, 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 I look forward night. to her. I hit her. I was like, that, and I, you know, I let her know. I mean, she's awesome too. But I was like, man, y'all hate Dawson, though. And she said the same thing you said. Y'all hate Dawson. Like, oh, man, don't lie to me. <laughs> That's hilarious. So then, well, okay, no, well, we, we probably could... sort of do need to watch it now and see what you think about Dawson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's just a, a long weekend for me, so I'll, I'll get I'll get through it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It would be great if you could binge it and then you could we could do an episode with you. That would be hilarious because it's taken me like almost like eight or nine months to get to season five. It'd be great if you just do it in two weeks and we can just talk about it. <laughs> right? Okay. Right. Well, let's let's get into uh, into judgment. So, if, if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, and how could you not? Then check us out. Hit us up. Ravenshoops.net. Why don? Because basketballs go through hoops. But Ed, they also go through Nets. Ravenshoops.net. Ed, it's just been such a wonderful conversation where we've spoken to you, and but we haven't spoken that much about the episode. So let's talk about it now. Who is your favorite performer of this episode? Uh, yeah, let me go to my notes. Uh, I had this written down. I picked Peyton because of the horror element. So she 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 fell down real good and you know screamed and ran really good. I like that. I like that. And Dom? Uh yeah, I picked Hillary Burton as well. Uh funny enough. There was only one bit of Hillary Burton I didn't enjoy, and that's where Lucas first tells her about like sniffing the hair and stuff like that and she's like, What what? That that bit was rubbish. <laughs> but the rest of her episode was really good. So yeah, I go with Hillary Burton. What about yours, mate? Uh, this makes me sound like a douche now because you're saying her. I'm going to say Matt Barr, Psycho Derek, <laughs> <laughs> because he did all of his psychoness really good. Um, you know, I hope that it was like he licked her face and then they sort of laughed about it, and this wasn't like one of the like not nice memories. I'm hoping that when 
I mean, none of us will know because none of us listen to drama queens, but hopefully someone will tell us, you know, when they Can't get to it. that point. Yeah. <laughs> I live long. It's Simon and Don, bro. I, I can't do it. <laughs> well, Ed, was, who's your favorite character? Um, favorite character? Didn't we just do that? Yeah, that was Performer. Oh, favorite. Oh, okay. Well, favorite character. I guess I'll go with, um, I guess I gotta go with Nathan. I mean, I gotta like him for something. Just out of, uh, you know, I just love the kid. He, he showed his character, um, in his decision at the press conference. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. Dom? Uh, I'm gonna go with Psycho Derek just for all the perfect (laughs) lunacy. (laughs) <laughs> which is brilliant and he's still in the wind he, he's still in the wind he's he's gonna reappear he's coming after lucas that's my prediction he's like michael myers <laughs> yes <laughs> what about you son i it's tough i mean i want to go for lucas of course but i'm gonna go with psycho Derek as well i think just because <laughs> just because, <laughs> just because... <laughs> just because uh yeah everything we've said oh <laughs> <laughs> I gotta know that about... Lucas does have good hands. I can't tell you that. He whoops everybody ass on the show. Nathan's right, you know, like man, this dude fighting skills is like on another level. That's true. Mm-hmm. He always gets a couple hits off, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Um what about your favorite background performer, one line or less? I messed this part up because I said real Derek, but I'm gonna have to go with um the I guess the cheerleaders that were happy at the press conference. How about that? They didn't say a damn thing. They were just happy <laughs> everybody was so proud of him except for Dan. He was like, boy, oh, stupid ass, you know, mother. <laughs> so we'll go with them. <laughs> Dom Mine is the the <laughs> the nurse uh, that comes out for Karen and just goes, Karen? And then, and then she disappears and then we never see her again. So, yeah, right at the beginning. If you, if you were the nurse, how would you have said it? Karen! There we go. There go, my boy. Uh, I had a couple of options. You get the, the police officer that comes at the end when Psycho Derek's body's not gone is gone sorry but the one i like is there's like a sort of like a a a middle-aged white guy with a with a massive mustache who's doing the camera at the press conference (laughs) and he's really focusing just constant focusing on the camera so i'll take him uh what about your favorite line ed oh glad to go back to karen can you do me the karen one more time though karen (laughs) Yeah, when she says, welcome to my history, Haley James Scott. That's that's strong right there. That's a great yeah. line. Deja uh, I have to say, I'm, I was between two lines, and both of, the, of our Ravens on tonight have said both lines. So uh, the, the first one was real Derek's line of, oh, I'm a brother bitch, who the hell are you? <laughs> And then there's the one that Ed has just said with with Karen saying, "Welcome to my history, Haley Jones." I'm gonna go. I'll go with. I'll go with real Derek's line. That was my favorite line in the episode. <laughs> what about you, mate? 
that lot i would say that line as well as you've said it i would say i liked um brooke when she's just like Haley's the one with the bun in the oven she's the one with the roast on slow cook <laughs> like i like that line <laughs> i listed that too that was awesome uh ed what about your favorite song man i didn't know any of these damn songs in this episode i didn't put any i didn't know the songs mm. We never know any of the songs. <laughs> I didn't know them, man. So I'm sorry. I don't have them. Well, say about the score. The score was different. You know, the yeah. undertone. That was good. It's like we went to, like I said, another genre, you know, slasher film. Nice. And Dom? Yeah, I, I, think, I think there was like a hint of like a stereophonic song in there, but... I don't know, and I absolutely despise the stereophonics. So um, I, I'm going to have to go. This is something I don't think I've ever done, but I'm going to have to go with John Nordstrom's score. I'm going to have to stick you've, with that. You've done it once. Oh, you've done it once, once I yeah. think. Yeah, so I'm going to have to do that again because, yeah, the, the songs in this episode didn't really get me, but the, the his music did, so I'll go with that. And you, man? Excellent. Yeah, same. So, okay, let's go. <laughs> we don't care about music here. We're not we're not about the music. The, the whole thing's the based drama. on music, but who cares? <laughs> we're about the basketball and the psychos. Yeah, the trick is done right now. You know, it's been a long time since we've been there. <laughs> there's, another, there's another One Tree Hill podcast that we don't name because, you know, it's not there, you know, there only exists one One Tree Hill podcast to us, but their whole thing is based upon music. And it's like, hey, you can have music. We 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 can't. We've got nothing for you on music. Mm-hmm. But last but not least, we've got the precious, precious rating. Ed, did you have a number in mind before we started this conversation? Yeah, I do. I did, but I think it went up. Oh, it went up. Okay, mm-hmm. Dom. Same question. Uh, yeah, I had a number, and it's fluctuated between two. So it's it's gone up okay. and down, up so and down, we'll... up and down. Okay. And yours? I had one. It never changed. It's locked. It's always always there. Okay, we're gonna go after three all at the same time. One, two, three, seven. Ten. Ooh. Seven, Ed, seven. You are a pigeon. I I said notice that I said it went up. (gasps) It went (laughs) up from a six. Mm -hmm. Wow. Oh, Ed, talk us through it, man. Man, I'm. I think it's the part about. Um, I guess it's just my my hate for the psycho Derek. Like, I just don't like him. Even though it was executed really good, and and like I said, we didn't go into the Haley stuff. Well, I thought that she probably won't get any flack from the fans for her behavior, but. Yeah, she she sucked in this episode for me, and, and I really do love Haley. She's probably my second favorite character to Nathan because I'm big on what Nayley, and so I was just down on them. I was like, man, that sucked for me. So it's just all in my feelings, you know, in my feelings. Son. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I live. I get it. What well, so? Okay. What? Well, did you say ten? Yeah, I went for ten. I was between nine and ten for so long. And what I decided to do is just discount all of Rachel's story in this episode, um, and then stick with the the people I really like, and then yeah, give it a ten from that. <laughs> yeah, boys. Okay. We can, y'all can talk me up. Go ahead and go on up. 
you know, we ain't even have what? no negotiations, man. Wait, is is Ed the I... bully this week? <laughs> 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 no, nah, I'm trying to make this easy. I know y'all got stuff to do. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Wait, well, okay, hang on. So Jay, Jay, who was on earlier, she said uh, a nine. So we've got two tens, a nine, and uh, and a seven. Would could would you go up to a nine? And Dom, would you go down to a nine? I I, w- I would go down to a nine. Yeah, definitely, because uh, you know I was I was there, and then I I got brought up and sort of gone between the two. So I'm happy to go to a nine. Ed, could we get you to a nine? I go to a ten. It don't really matter to me. <laughs> you know, like I told you, let's go on with it. Because I, I got one more question: this Goldberg jersey. What is that, Simon? That's for the Mighty Ducks. Okay, I've never watched that movie. Oh man! Well, there you go. You'd love it. But these, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm lo- these are the actual ones from the movie. They're like my, tr- they're my treasured items. No, the only Goldberg I know is the wrestler. Goldberg, you know that guy? Yeah, he was like undefeated forever. Okay, well, I'll... Uh... Oh, Goldberg the wrestler. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. You well, you, you should... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should... Um... You should watch those movies. Yeah. They're on Disney+. Plus. They're uh, they're classic, classic 90s movies. Yeah. Um, but... Ed, we're gonna have we're gonna have to uh, wrap this up because we've got the watch along in a minute. Are you staying for the watch along, or you got to live your life? I gotta go pick up my son from school and get my one year old hellion daughter from auntie. So yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, I gotta go. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, I well, can love I just you guys? You guys were awesome, man. Thank y'all. Well, can I just say thank you so much? This was so so much fun. This is one my my face is aching from smiling and laughing. Um, <laughs> it's been wonderful to meet you, and can't wait to catch up with you on the next time. Most definitely, invite me back anytime, man. I'll be here every week. Ed, you've been brilliant. I've I've been fantastic to meet you. Fantastic to talk to you, and I, I reckon I could talk to you all day. You know, yeah. you, you're brilliant. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. But Ed, bef- Ed, before we go, we got to do a Ravens on free. But what accent do you want to pick for Dom to do it in? <laughs> Ooh, <man. laughs> Can you do uh, um, uh, a Boston, Boston, uh, New York? Oh gosh, we could try New York. Boston's Boston's, I think, quite difficult, isn't it? It's it not, is. They're really it's quite quite a hard. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Let's, let's go sudden. Southern for Ed. Since I live in Mississippi, you gotta come on and go stereotypical Southern. It's, come on, though. <laughs> I need something. What's quite stereotypical to say in a Southern? Uh, you know, we create a country down yeah. You know, hot mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. We all country. We all country folk. We all country folk down here. <laughs> um, we got- you guys are the best, man. We gotta say Ravens on three. <laughs> Two and three. Ravens. 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 <laughs> oh man. Oh.